not my fault. Talking about how your intro, <laughs> talking about how your intro music sounds like porn. <laughs> you don't like my intro music? Sounds like a porn intro, dude. I mean, yeah, that's how we roll, right? Is that isn't that our thing? Is this is this what it is? Is it today the porn? Is it the uh, porn podcast? Please tell me there's a podcast out there named Porn Podcast. No, but there's one called Fuckface. Is there one called Fuckface? Yep, you guys from no. Rooster Teeth made it. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got no. ads and everything. Okay, okay. The Corncast. Oh, there is a Corncast. That's right. Guys, today on the Less Than Average corn, Porncast. Porn porn. <laughs> I'm not talking about porn. Um, it's been almost a week since Halo's been out, and it's been two weeks for Battlefield, right? Two weeks? Something like that? Zan? Well, uh, early release, Golden Ultimate players got it a week early, but then full release was Friday. Something like that. And we also have a special guest today to help talk about these games is our great and powerful Yin Vote on the podcast for a third third time? Is he the, are you yeah, the first our, third time guest? Our, that's We were just talking about that before you unmuted. Oh my. I think he is, because I think Vaughn is. is our double. I think he's the double. We've had... No, they're third. They've been third. He's been third too. I well, think Vaughn has, but K State hasn't. Oh, K State hasn't. That's right. That's right. The Yin, the Yin Nuts is here. That's right. The Yin Nuts is here. Um, guys, on the Lesson Average podcast today is number fifty, and how fitting is this? It is a Halo Infinite Battlefield kind of quarter four. You know, FPS. Yeah, we're we're gonna be kind of giving our first impressions on the games, and uh, I've got a we've got a bunch of research. We've been do, playing the games like crazy. Uh, we're we, only gonna talk about two of the FPSs that just came out because the third one's dog shit. Is that it's Vanguard? Wild. Yeah. The Ryan with yeah Vanguard fell dead on its face already, so we're not even gonna touch that game. Glitch guard. Glitch guard. Uh, hack guard. Yeah, we're not gonna no, talk about it's that one. Glitch guard. They're literally. Uh, two maps. There, there's like a Hayabusa, like Japanese, uh, fucking rose garden. Mm -hmm. uh, and you could deploy a mountable cover, mount to a wall, look up and look down, and it would float you into the fucking sky. What? So you could land on like buildings or be in the sky, like 80 feet up and shooting at people. I have clips on uh, Wildcat stream that were what absurd. That is that's weird, man. That's weird. But I mean, okay, let's I think we should start with Battlefield. Give me your first impression on Battlefield. So everybody who's listening at home, we're gonna be pulling up a bunch of shit on the screen. So we're gonna try and read it out as best we can today. Um, but give me your first initial, what's your initial impression of Battlefield just out the gate? And then we can kind of start getting into some topics a little bit. On the pre-release week, it was rough. Okay. Well, explain. Uh, explain. All out. So they released it with three modes. You've got all out warfare, which is typical conquest. Your yep. big 64 versus 64, or in last gen consoles, it's 32 versus 32 locked. Um, the uh, your rush, which is the old version, but it's now called breakthrough, uh, which is you progress a point. If you cap it, you progress in enemy territory. You then have 200 lives to cap each of their subsequent points into their spawn. Uh -huh. And it goes until either you win by capping their spawn or you win, they win by like defending against the amount of lives you have. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was big issues in both of those modes with a lot of rubber banding issues on certain maps. Um, there's one called Breakaway that has like these snow domes um, and they were like fuel depots and you could blow them up. Oh. But the particles and the effects from blowing them up 
rubber banded the entire server. Oh, so we're running into kind of like, so just like a typical Battlefield release, would you say it's on par for a typical Battlefield release? Because usually Battlefield comes out in a buggy ass mess. It all yeah, always like, does. Yeah, like look back at Battlefield 1, it yeah. wasn't in a good state for like eight months. Yeah. But they've already updated once. They fixed that rubber banding issue. They fixed uh, some client side stuff. Uh, the second mode yep. coming to is what actually Yin and I have played the most of. It's called Hazard Zone. Okay. It's a very intense, like, drop-in, drop-out, Tarkov-esque survival mode. You go in, 32 real people drop, teams, eight teams of four. You can kit yourself with a loadout, either free-to-play when you're first starting because you won't have any money to buy anything. As you progress through runs and kill, like, AI, you'll be able to unlock... You spend these in-game credits to um, unlock, like, your guns that you have kitted with attachments you've leveled up and spent time on and you can get like an ammo crate for 100 bucks or the point is you drop in 32 people yeah. you're scanning for data drives and you want to extract there's two extractions excuse me one every seven and a half minutes okay so actually it might be like every eight minutes i'm not but sure it's, it's whatever weird. it's a it's time. like variable but yeah. um you spawn in you try to find data drives there's pve at each data drive so okay. pve spawns in you have to kill the pve as soon as you start getting in a gunfight, you make noise. People push the fight. Ah, so, so like you'll PvE have PVP kind of. You'll have play. two or three teams come in and brawl it out. Like okay. Yin and I'll be more often than not. Yin and I are on snipers out at range, and we're picking people off and going, "Okay, there's a team here, team here, team here." Putting shots in. All right, one on the guy on the right, and then mm. dropped him. Blah blah blah. You then have to extract, and what we discovered is, or Yin and Chaos discovered. As long as your body is in the extraction ship, even if you're dead, you still get the extract points. <laughs> oh, that's broken. <laughs> to top it off, so Chaos even increased that by... There's like a recon truck you can call in that has a turret on top. Uh, but if you level it up, you can level up what you have equipped on the turret on top. So you start with like a GAT MG, and then you have a grenade launcher. And then you have a 50 mil sniper like mini howitzer thing that Yin just uses to fucking shred people. The fuck? And what we've started doing is we'll just camp extractions with the 50M and just wait for people to try to run on the ship and fuck them up. Right. So, I mean, it sounds like overall you're having fun though, right? Yeah. The third mode, which we haven't delved into much yet, but I'm going to start exploring a little bit more on stream when I have the time, is Portal. Which has VIP Fiesta, which takes you across Battlefield 1942. Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 3. Oh. You also have two maps each for each game previous type. Wait, wait hold on. Stop there. So is it the same game, gunplay, graphics? Yes. 1942, there's no bullet drop. Interesting. Because back in the day, there wasn't bullet drop on that game on release. Right. So they kept it very practical and how like all the same equipment, everything. But what's interesting is your account leveling is the same progression across all of them. Ooh, I like that. So you'll level up for 2042, even if you're playing Bad Company 2 or BF3. Oh, that's And nice. you can play community-made server games, sniper-only free-for-all, gun game, rockets-only free-for-all, like some shenanigans-type shit. Okay. And you, they can be hosted in 64 versus 64, Mans of 16, like smaller maps. But then you've got classics like uh caspian borders back and you can play okay. that on like the snipers only free-for-all or you can play rush on it so just to recap uh, where you're at you're you're saying that they've inside of battlefield 2042 they've also included 
Battlefield so 3. It, it's three separate instances. So there's All Out Warfare, which is Conquest and Breakthrough. That's yep, on yep. the left. Got that one. Hazard Zone's in the middle. Okay, That's got the that Tarkov one. mode. Yep, yep. And then there's Portal, which has VIP Fiesta, which is there's a highlighted VIP. Yep. Both teams are one team's Bruh. trying to protect him, the other team's trying to kill him. If the attacking team kills him 15 times, I think both teams do it simultaneously. I haven't played it yet, but I watched okay, the gameplay. Okay. Um, VIP Fiesta, both teams are trying to kill the other team's VIP. If they kill the opposing VIP 15 times, they win. Okay. It's it's pretty fast game pipe. But then the 1942, the bad I'm, I'm not getting like, what do you mean by, is it so Battlefield just 2042? Like, or go ahead again, sorry. They're, they're just snapshots of your nostalgia, basically. So it's... Yeah. It's using the Battlefield 2042 sandbox, but it brings out the weapons That's and the gameplay that was from okay. So like okay. Bad Company 2, for example, there was no prone. So prone is disabled on the sandbox, but it uses the same loadouts that you're used to from Battlefield. Yeah, you'll, see, uh, okay. you'll get a car 98. You'll get I an M1 I was thinking Grand. it was you'll more get... like, you know, Halo MCC, where they just included those games inside of it. Nope. No, it's still yeah, no, 2042. It's their, yeah. but they're, like, they graphics. are their own instances. Yes, ah, graphically. Okay, it's just the game modes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes way more mm -hmm. sense now. Okay. Graphically, environment, destruction, it's all the same as how it used to be. Yeah. Well, Yen, let me get some insight from you, man. Like from the limited time you've been able to play, what are your first impressions? Um. So breakthrough is the only thing I really find. Breakthrough is not the one I'm thinking of. Hard. What's Hazard the zone. Hazard Zone is the only one I'm really interested in playing. Breakthrough is the 64 v 64 and i think it's just a bunch of nonsense uh too much power goes to the vehicles not enough people uh, are supporting yeah hines and shit they're just op hmm. yeah it's like uh, i spawned six times in one game i got blown up by a helicopter like six times I'm like okay i'm done with this yeah it's uh there's no fun i i get that it's it's a neat concept to have like 64 v 64 but just the way that that at least it's playing out poorly executed weeks it's poorly executed yeah, yeah. exactly well, wh why do you think it's poorly executed? Because I'm just trying to delve in for anybody who's listening at home and also myself. I've never played it. So, like, it's, why do you think it's like, because, like, most conquests I've played in the past, like Battlefield 3 or 4, have been just a mad dash. Like, it's just like, it's basically Vehicle City. Well, it's it, still the same mad dash, but at the same time, it's the biggest maps they've ever had. Mm, okay. You've yeah, got what do maps. You, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to see if Yin, I want to see what Yin's like first. Why do you think that it's like. Have you played Conquest in the, before on any battlefields? Like, yeah, I've played, I've played other battlefields okay. before. Um, so compared so to those, before, like, what do you lot think? Of, there's a lot of foot soldier dominant stuff. There was like, I think maybe four or five tanks or something running around at one time and maybe one or two. And there's always like a, a plane battle going on overhead, which was kind of neat where they do occasional bombing runs. Mm -hmm. But in this, it feels like if one team has some kind of coordinated effort, you could have complete air dominance from that point on, and there's just no way for you to retake that. Oh, and then see. from there, those helicopters are bombing, doing sweeping runs, and just wiping all the foot soldiers out. And I think that just has to do with the scaling. As soon as you add eight flying vehicles instead of four, because you're trying to go bigger, you have way more air superiority at that uh, point. Do you think they, they um, should tone that down to make it better? Well, that combined with uh, the fact that even at this point, now given I've, I've been played a lot, um, but the ability to have like a tracking rocket, I have no idea how to even get that ever. If you even have it when you start. Ah, okay. So it would be so much of a problem. It's just a problem early game right now because it's hard to, a lot of people don't have the tracking rockets unlocked. I, I think, I don't know, Zion, can you talk to that? Can you definitely, can you like use a heat tracking rocket at the start? I couldn't find it. So, I mean, even if you do have one, it seems kind of hard to, Typically, yeah. it's the engineer class, and you have to unlock it, correct? You usually start with, like, an RPG or something. 
There's a recoilless M5, which is line of sight, and then mm -hmm. at a certain level, you unlock an AA rocket, which tracks. It's not heat-seeking, but it, it has, like, a lock-on function. Right, so when you have all these vehicles, these tanks and stuff just kind of rolling in, uh, just, okay. how are you supposed to deal with all these all these tanks and flying vehicles? Dude, I don't know what to do. Right. So I just remember when I first started playing Battlefield 3 or Battle... I played. I put probably the most amount of time into Battlefield 4. Um, and I just remember you start off, you just got all the basic ass weapons, and then you have to like play to unlock all like the better sniper rifles and all that stuff. So I don't. It could be just an early game release issue right now, in my opinion. I don't, but I haven't played it, so you, I, it might be different. Maybe like maybe they're pickups now. I don't know. Like maybe you can pick them up off the ground, or other people have them, and when they die, you get to pick them up. Like I'm, I'm not entirely sure. So I'm so, sure it'll happen just by leveling. Yeah. Once everyone's like level 25 and they all have the rockets, the vehicles will be dealt with easier. Yeah. What do you think is like your first initial impression of? Um, well, let's let's say the pros. Like, what are again? What are the pros that you like the most about the game? I'll talk to Hazard Zone. I just kind of like that game mode. The idea of the Tarkov uh, aspect. I don't think the credits are really worth it, but I think that the mode itself, the idea of trying to grab data drives or just ignoring data drives and going for kills, is kind of a neat concept. Um, I also think that the weather kind of makes this interesting where you have this uh, storm that kind of rolls through sometimes on certain maps. You'll get like a hurricane or, or tornado or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you some, to of do those. some kind of indoor encounter. It, it, Basically, it, like yeah, a it, movie, dude. Like you're not like, only <laughs> an, not only an indoor encounter. It forces us to change our flow of the game. Like right. yeah, there was multiple times where we'd have four, five, six drives, and we'd be just victorious on like two gunfights. We're like, all right, where's the extraction? The extraction's behind the fucking hurricane. We're oh, like, no. oh, well, <laughs> do we want to go around it or do we want to like wait for E2? Or if it was already E2, which is the second extraction, there's extraction one, extraction right, two. Right. So E1, E2. Um, so like, okay, do we want to wait for E2 or like, fuck, we have to force for it. Option A is drive through the motherfucker, get picked up and hopefully flung in the right direction or try to skirt it. But usually by the time that happens, you're only got like three or four minutes to get where you need to go. Right. And... Once it lands, there's 30 seconds to board and then hold it. Oh, I want to look uh, up. So I actually silver does something really interesting in chat. He's like, you know, it's not very new friendly, you know, starter weapons like the sniper and the marksman shoot marshmallows and the assault rifle recoils kind of gross and LMG is basically pointless. Now, the reason that <laughs> triggered something in my head, though, I've seen videos of even shroud taking shots in Battlefield 2042, reticle on the body, and bullets going like every which way but the, the target. Like, have you found, like, this seems to be like a big issue going on. Like, I the, can talk to this too. Yeah, like, yeah. So, so let's bring that up since we're on this I, topic. I've got a little bit more time into it than Yin does, but Yin's probably gonna have to say the same things I do. Right, okay. From what, what you got? we've experienced so far, there's two broken guns, at least for the early leveling. Okay. The SVK DMR, is a two tap sometimes one tap body just it, it's a it holds like five or six shots and it just devastates people and you can put a 3x a 4x i've got an 8x scope for long distance fight as long as you know your lead and you're comfortable with it you're gonna rack kills right and then on the flip side of that the other like close to mid-range weapon is the pp29 which is the bison it is fucking disgusting. It has no recoil whatsoever. But again, it to what Silver's talking about, it is not like drop-in player friendly. Like yeah. Yin last night was leveling to get certain guns and certain now he's in the ballpark of trying to get better attachments for his SVK so he can 
better like deal with enemies long or short range right i yeah, want to bring up this to... video real quick too like this is for people who are watching now this is also for anybody who's listening at home we're about to pull up a video of how bad the recoil is looking right now and like some of what design was just saying some of the guns are just not landing shots so this but, is uh from a user called jet w777 on reddit this was posted seven days ago uh and this is the video it's saying this says why can't i land my shots so let's go ahead and put this full screen let's take a shot let's take a look at this suits up with this so reticle on no shots hitting this is what i've seen time and time again reticle is on why is that happening do you guys it's kind of wild man like this would infuriate me that's the dmr that's not the svk either yeah so but this is a uh, shroud had the same that, thing with an assault rifle too is that slowed it's, down yeah it slows, it slows, watch so let me go it goes uh, here's the full speed at full speed, boom, 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 and now slow down. It's, it's almost like it's got balloons. He's, he's spamming it. <laughs> yeah, you need to time out. Like with the SPK, you have to time out your shots. Right, but it's also true for LMG. It's also true for um, not true with LMG. Aw awesome, like um, assault. The rifle, only weapon Chaos uses is an LMG, and he fucking shreds people. Yeah, I'm not saying it's everybody, and it could be. Maybe he's moving, and that changes the trajectory. Like I don't know. From what I'm seeing, though, it's weird. Like when a reticle's on, reticle should be on, and a bullet should be hitting that way. Unless there's, it. unless yeah. there's some kind of like you're not allowed to sway because if you sway, it like shifts it or something like that. I've seen that happen. Like I don't. If you're moving at all, I notice that the bullets go way off. Okay. I have noticed that. If you spam multiple shots, like yeah, the first in that video, it goes way off. It's if okay. you're in a. If you're in a running light fight with like a bison and you, even that gun, like you're running right to left and there's a guy next to a crate or something like poking out behind you and you're trying to break him from cover. Right. It'll and, have a little bit of movement sway. Okay. So that makes sense. So it's like if there's a little bit of sway, if you're moving left to right or whatnot, or if you're shooting too fast, it's going to kind of like throw things off. So that makes sense to me. Okay. Um, uh, I, I do want to mention with to Silver Bullet's point. Um, you get a 10 hour trial with the game and that SVK, that weapon that everyone seems to use unlocks at 15. And so when I was running with Zion and Chaos, I had to use this poopy AR at the start. It was very difficult for me to get kills. You so I couldn't M5. really contribute. Yeah, I, I had, I, I used seven hours of my 10 hour trial to try and unlock this weapon just so I could compete with them. Ooh. So it, it really isn't new player friendly with that. You have to have the SVK or at least some people on your team or else you're just not going to feel like a computer. Yeah, that's weird. That's a we I mean, that's such a weird thing that Battlefield or, does. Like Or the snipe. Like, you have to have the SVK or a sniper because other teams are either running like the, the... You'll see a lot of the SVK. You'll see a lot of the Bison. And then the other one that I've been seeing more now is the AK-94 which it seems like it's got pretty good stability on the big end once you've got the attachments, but it's a slog to probably get them. Hmm. It seems like, well, in terms of classes, I, I saw you sent over a couple things. We've got, uh, this one says Dice Defends Battlefield 2042's Controversial Specialist and outlines bevy of changes. So What's going on that, with this one? Let me pull this up for one, viewers real quick. So, um... A lot of people up. are bitching because in the beta and then again during like the open release, now that it's come out, people are crying about not having like the set four classes because there's like, what is it, 10 specialists total at the oh, moment? Oh, there's 10 specialists? 
Yeah, and there's they're planning to release like four or five more just in year one. Oh Jesus! What are these? What are the specialists? Like the fuck? somebody keyed towards when they revive you, you get armor, or a guy that's made to like resupply and heal you, and you gain full health back, or. Uh, there's a guy with a fucking ballistic shield that runs around and he takes less damage from explosives. There's a guy with a grapple hook who uh, can move and shoot a little bit more accurately while on zip lines or in motion. Uh, there's a lady with a wingsuit that she's good with like gadgets and stuff. There's a right. lady with wall hacks that's it's an activatable ability that only lasts. I haven't even used her. I think Yin has her or somebody that I played with has her. I think it might be guns. Um, but. A lot of people are bitching because they like the older four class style assault medic support yep. sniper but i kind of like this more diverse like anybody can use any open loadout you can have the created loadout so assault medic engineer sniper but you can use that with any of the specialists so your loadouts are the same mm. across all the specialists at any given time as long as you go to collection and like tweak them and oh so you can get a loadout you can have be the flying chick be and then also a medic or something hot swap to the grapple hot swap to the medic yeah interesting like you can you can do medic loadout with somebody who's better suited towards medic like falc or angel who are uh instant revive self-heal like there's a lady with a med gun and she can shoot you or shoot herself to like heal herself faster interesting that's not so bad i don't know why everybody's so mad about that it sounds like it's okay Uncensored with the goodies. What's up? Oh, Uncensored got freaking Onyx. Lucky bastard. Shredding faces over there in Halo right now. Hey, you you uh, showed just some time, Uncensored. Thank you for that um, tier one sub for seven months, man. Um, we are going to be talking Halo in a little bit. I'd like to get your, uh, your unfettered information. <laughs> Here's some more An about that. Another thing um, that, like, people were having issues with or at least complaints about which yin and i discussed it beforehand is like we don't really mind it is some people were bitching about um in all-out warfare which is conquest and breakthrough so rush uh you can have in your four-man squad any combinations of any of the specialists at any given time you could have four of the wingsuit chick if you wanted or four mm. of whatever uh in hazard zone you're locked to one of each Hmm. which is the Tarkov mode. So you're only allowed one wingsuit guy. You're only allowed one guy with shields. You're right. only allowed one guy that can res with full health. Um, but I, Yen and I discussed it, like we don't mind that so much because in All Out Warfare, squad-based stuff doesn't really matter. One squad isn't going to change the tide of a conquest match. Right. Unless you're running around and capping every flag constantly and not getting into gunfights. Right. Um... But so overall, like, what do you think would be the one takeaway for listeners today? And this is uh, let's start with Yen. Uh, just play the 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 Tarkov mode. Just play that. Yeah, that, that's the only thing that's worth playing. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, that's a I fair even, assessment. I even, talking to Bam about the game on his stream the other day, I was like. So if you were to get into it, I would highly recommend Hazard Zone because it's just the the mode we've been having the most fun with. I'm sure I'll find a game mode in Portal on a server that somebody's made that's like a gun right, game in right. Bad Company 2 and use those guns. That'll be fun. But it's... It's... I don't know. It, 
it's just finding finding like are you playing solo if so you could probably enjoy conquest or breakthrough more but you're gonna have dumbass teammates that don't communicate with you and don't like listen to your pings and all that stuff right Hazard's you're gonna have that in the game has its own yin chaos and i just three stacked all night and we didn't have a fourth so we kept getting random console shitters that were level two mm. and didn't communicate and would so a thing with hazard zone there is if you die you don't full die because there's redeploy beacons that you can activate and they let it takes like 15 seconds to redeploy you okay we'll call out and we'll be mid firefight and if one of us goes down we'll be like all right redeploy and chaos will jump out of his truck and pop the redeploy beacon but say i go down and then in the process of that happening our buddy goes down but he doesn't full die you have to bleed out or you can request revive yep. and be sitting there prone on the ground if he doesn't full bleed out, he won't get the revive. It's weird. Yeah. It seems like there's some weird additions to the game, but it's kind of like everybody's being pushed to more of the Tarkov mode from what you guys are telling me. Um, Just our personal experience. Personal experience, yeah. So, do you, I mean, all right, so the ultimate question is, do you guys recommend the game right now in its current state? No. Okay. See, why? Uh, I think we need more reason? maps and more variety. I think, I think that need... That, that mode needs to be fleshed out a little bit more. Okay. Um, I already have 10,000 credits in the game, and the fact that I can only let out with one perk, so to speak, um, if I die the previous round, which, Zion, if you want to talk to that, you're free to. Yeah. Um, but e even at my 10,000 credits right now, I can't spend, so there's really, like, no reason for me to get data drives. The only thing I really need to do is just go troll other people and kill other players. Yeah, get, get kills <laughs> and work on it. it. We're literally farming kills and attachments on guns. That's all right. All right, like I'm, I'm, I'm only sitting at like 7k of the credits, but I'm only spending four to 500 each match. As long as we get positive, I get a pretty much a refund on each game. Right. So even if we just kill like three squads and a couple of AI, I'm positive. Right. Okay. Well, Zion, what do you think? Do you think people should buy the game right now? Hold off? Like, what do you think? As a Battlefield fan, because I grew up like racing games cod kid and then i switched to battlefield like senior year of high school and i played the shit out of bf1 and then went back and played like Madden company 2 and bf3 and all of them mm -hmm. i'd say no oh Not right now. okay as well, much why? as i was looking yeah. forward to it and as much as i it's in too rough of a state right now even yeah they fixed breakaway so it doesn't seem like that map has any more issues but then last night we were playing and uh you got you got uh crashed twice right you had your trial expire and then there was the one on the rain map yeah just and it was well it was laggy i was rubber banding hard yeah but weather effects was causing you to fucking have issues yeah Ooh. something with and you're server. what 2070 or 2080 uh two 1080s yeah 1080. two 1080s. So that's a lot <laughs> to be that graphically intense like Ooh, i'm sorry. on a 3090 and i have everything on high to medium dialed in and i'm probably pushing 130 to 140 fps constantly but it's always fluctuating yeah so it's like so the game's in a playable state but probably not in its best foot forward right now not at the moment no okay. my recommendation the better recommendation would be to hold off you've got black friday coming up right around the corner it's probably gonna be 10 bucks off if you have ea play oh, or whatever it's, too, it's, too, off. it's mm -hmm. too fresh of a release to get a disc yeah the, and like like uncensored has said they're gonna add more stuff to portals they're gonna fix some things they're probably gonna add new stuff to this tarkov stuff and soon enough by christmas time it's already gonna be 20 30 percent off and at that point it'd be a good time to jump in adding to that 2042 itself only has eight maps at the moment. 
And one there's of no which, campaign, right? No, there is no campaign. No there's campaign. no battle royale. Technically, okay. Hazard Zone's like a pseudo battle royale, if you want to call it that. Right. Nah. So uh, here's a. I'm gonna bring up this list of things, and I want you guys to to. Uh, you sent this over earlier. I want to kind of go over this list real quick. I don't want to pass through this. Okay, so. We'll do kind of like a quick round. It says no persistent lobbies requiring players to match make every game. Good, bad. It's, it's annoying. It's annoying. Okay, <laughs> it got it. Sucks dick. Okay, stop. So explanation. You jump in. Me, Chaos, and Yun played all fucking night. Every time a match ends, we'd get the end of round screen. Yep. We'd get okay. So and so got two knife kills. So and so got eleven marksman kills. So and so got like two thousand gun damage. Usually Yun or Chaos. Uh huh on uh like technical damage with like trucks and shit every single match you go back to the menu screen and then you have to re-fucking queue every single time if they already had like yin was talking about they should already have the server data and they should already have like the queue whatever to be able to just okay as soon as we get the xp for the previous match when that ends start re-queuing us basically your team wipes it shows your character all sad then it goes to show you your experience then it shows your unlock and at that point it dumps it and then it goes to loading screen to bring you back to the main menu one loading screen there, even on SSDs, fucking two minutes long yeah oh. and the leader then has to requeue. you have to wait for the search to go and join the lobby then you have to wait for players and during that time, you cannot customize your loadouts. You can't do anything. There's really no reason why they can't show you the progression for your character while you requeue. So right. it should be an auto requeue me unless the leader backs us out. Um, and it should just show you the progression while that's happening. A little side note, that's the same exact thing that happens in Halo Infinite. Every Same thing. Let me tell you, because... Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl came out Friday. Uh Every match in between matches, I'm soft uh, soft resetting my fucking game trying to go for a shiny Chimchar. All fucking night, every single time we had a match end, I would be looking at my TV doing this with the controller. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, is it a shiny Chimchar? Nope. Dashboard, close the game, reset. And that would take about 90 seconds each try. I'd get three or four tries in between each match. Oh, geez. So the matchmaking is rough right now, huh? So it says there's no global leaderboards or no standard server browser. Do you guys have any thoughts about that? Yay, nay? There, There is a server browser. It exists within Portal, but it's mainly for community-based custom modes. There is no, like, okay, here's Conquest with 30 people, 40 people, 50 people, 60 people. 100 people to fill up your 64 versus 64 right, roster right there's none of that you just queue in and search right and people are saying there's we already talked about this there's not there's like fewer standard game modes like team deathmatch is not in right now there's also fewer vehicle types and no small transport type vehicles such as atvs or bikes wait there's no there's no atvs or bikes right now there's quads and there's these little fucking like three-seater I call them the little meep meep car because it's meep, literally it's meep, got like meep a cutesy, car. It's got a cutesy little horn. Shut the fuck up, old man. Like <laughs> a Tesla truck too. Yeah, there, there's a, a cyber there's a cyber truck. There's yeah, a cyber man. truck. Okay. It's like the same truck from Cyberpunk. It's fucking whack. That's wild. I I know Elon Musk probably put some money in. I was like, hey, put this shit in the game, bro. <laughs> we need to sell these bitches. Please put this in the game. But uh, 
Yeah, there, there's quads. I've seen them in, like, Hazard Zone. I've grabbed one whenever Chaos and Yin were, like, way down the road in their fucking recon truck with the 50 going. Right. I'm like, I need to catch up. Hold on. I'll grab a quad or a cyber truck and just catch up. That's awesome, man. Uh, people are saying there's no various mobility mechanics are missing, like manual leaning, high wall vaulting, backwards prone, no diving while swimming. I feel like diving while swimming is kind of like, who cares? There's like, very few maps that even have like that depth of water to make it a thing. That sounds like uh, Reddit bitching almost to me. Yeah, high wall vaulting, who gives a fuck? Walk around it. Uh, yeah. Backwards. Yeah, like old like battlefield nostalgia, like being able to Back dive boats. Yeah, that's true. I see that. Backwards yeah. prone, you're not playing Siege, go cry. Yeah. Um, manual leaning again, you're not playing Siege, go cry. Um, technical issues like less control and UI. So, Yin and I talked about this before the podcast, and I was actually going to bring it up. It says there's less ultra wide monitor support, but Yin says not so much. Okay, what is going on with ultra wide? Right. So, the not a lot of games support active resolution fixing like when you try to resize your window um but when i pull up the game i can just put it in windowed mode i can drag the window as large as i want or as small as i want and it will readjust the fov and the ui to match whatever i set it to hmm. so i can set it to some weird janky resolution it'll take it and it'll resize everything so i don't know what people are talking about with that because yeah. i can make it the full width of my ultra however there's this issue that I have with first-person shooters where you cannot adjust where the UI elements are. Uh, so typically they have the radar affixed to the upper left corner of the screen. They have your ammo count affixed to the bottom right, your teammates to the top right. It seems kind of standard for first-person shooters. Yeah. But I can't adjust where those UI elements sit. And usually back in the day, there was the bounding box that you could use when you typically boot up a game for the first time where you could help set where the UI elements the screen would limit L themselves yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, so if you had a bigger CRT TV and it would go off screen, you could adjust it. Yep. We need that for ultra wide in every game nowadays. Because I can't go looking at the North Pole to see where people are on the radar and then the South Pole to see how much ammo I have left of my gun. It's just, it's way too difficult. I understand that's a first world problem, but holy crap, <laughs> so difficult to see what's going on. Imagine playing in 3560 by 1440, fucker. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can do it in Halo, though. So there's, there's that. Hey, we'll give, that earlier. we'll give Halo a plus on that one. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Battlefield needs that because it information is vital on that and i can't just constantly go looking different direction yeah speaking of information the other one that a lot of people although this is like such a fucking first world problem a less obvious method of communicating that a medic's on the way to revive a downed teammate or a downed like squad mate so guy goes down i'm running over to fucking revive him he dc's and goes back to redeploy like 90 percent of the time unless it's me or chaos in a call and i'm like hey i'm coming to res you just stay right I mean that's there's I, no there's no ping for that there's no like team term for that there's no right. hot wheel for that there's nothing that seems Actually, like an easy fix there's there's two easy fixes they could do uh the compass is on the bottom of the screen the bottom middle that drives me insane when i see a target i'm gonna go okay there's a guy in front of me and i give a direction so he's he's 130 degrees like hey there's a team out at 210 Yen and I right. argue about this all the time. Right. It's affixed to the bottom middle. And for me, it's an, it's a minor thing. But if it was top middle, because you're looking upwards, yes. it would make more sense there. The other fix is that we need team color ping. If one person pings, it turns green. If Zion pings, it turns green. There's two pings. They're the same color. Just uh, give me a different color. Yep, yep, yep. Like, I agree what with that. It, 
Do like there. Wad like, color is team? green and team color be blue. Fuck. Did, didn't they have uh, different color pings for Battlefield 4? I have no idea. Am I going crazy? I, I feel like I Fortnite was. has this. Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite has colored pings, bro. <laughs> Got him. Man, that's Come wild. On. So I mean, overall, it seems like the game's kind of in a it's it's in an okay spot, but not like you wouldn't want to put your best foot forward on this game. Like, don't spend the money on this game right Do now. Do I regret spending a hundred dollars on this? Yes. You spent a hundred dollars on this? I bought Ultimate Edition. What you cost spent Ultimate Edition, bro? <laughs> yeah, I spent hundred and sixty <laughs> so far. I bought it. You I bought it for you. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. Tolerable. Hold on. It would have been two twenty. I bought it for Lance, but he refunded it. He wouldn't let me buy it for him. Oh, uh, that's fair. Okay, so what comes with the Ultimate Edition? Why did you buy that? Uh, the complete year one pass. Supposedly, there's like four battle passes that are coming. Uh, the four or five specialists that are coming out in year one, I'll have free access to all of them. Okay. A uh, bunch of in-game skins. Uh, no, there are no XP methods, like no XP, double XP tokens or nothing like that yet, at least in the game. And they've ha said that there hasn't gonna, like, there's no, they're not planning to do any like double XP stuff yet. Mm. So. It's weird. It's the same. Anybody who bought Ultimate, here, let me pull it up. Actually, has... I want, while you're pulling that up, actually, I wanted to mention OF Liger, his Offy, OFI Liger, has been um, a longtime viewer on Twitch, and he's been super pumped for Battlefield 2042, and he refunded. And his clan, OFI, also refunded, which is wild. It's wild. Like, it seems like it's it's not dead on arrival because it is a battlefield game. It's not like it's completely fuck. Like, there's dog already shake. people that are there's people that are streaming and grinding the ever living fuck out of it already. Yeah, it's not like it's complete dog shit, but it's just not up to par from what like everything we just talked about. It doesn't seem like it's like right there. It doesn't seem like it's like a typical battlefield three or battlefield four okay, release. So, uh, gold edition, which was ninety includes the year one pass for four new specialists four battle passes uh the blistered earth bundle which is skins for a character and a couple icons mm -hmm. there's like three different skin bundles ultimate edition has the year one pass that same uh like the three bundles uh it also has a midnight battle bundle which contains like a badass skin for the scout character uh the recon ranger dog and then another rifle and then you also get the digital soundtrack and some other stuff okay so there's not really that much more to it right you know what's funny i just pulled up a uh i was just looking up battlefield 2042 to make sure we didn't miss anything let me pull this up and you're gonna get a fucking giggle out of this watch this battlefield 2042 becomes one of steam's worst 10 games <laughs> yeah so friday full release it had 75 percent negative reviews to 25 percent positive reviews on steam <laughs> What are all these reviews, man? What's happening here? Jesus. Top. Okay, here's out of the <laughs> the top ten worst games on Steam: E Football, Flat Out Three, Chaos and Destruction, Uriel's Chad. I've never heard of this. Space Base DF9, Gasp, <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon World, Got Us, and then Battlefield 2042. <laughs> Ew. Everybody's just pissed, huh? 
Some missions have been made conscious choice by dice, but players believe too much that has been removed. Why is your team comments to, yeah, this is that same list we just went over. Uh, while DICE is addressing several issues such as Bullet Blue, many of Battlefield 2042's problems will take more drastic redesigns. Uh, it could be some time before the good reviews outweigh the bad for most players. Okay, so it's just getting review bombed right now. No test range, no permanent community servers, no central US servers. Wait, you can't play from the central US? You'll just connect to the others. What? We'll connect to East or West, I imagine. No I persistent know. lobbies. That's weird, too. This, this is yeah, actually... That's, that's what we talked about. Yeah, we already talked about that. It's so weird. Why would they not have that? No hardcore mode. That's fine. It's whatever. The game's hardcore enough, in my opinion. Server well, browsers. you can make... Okay, stop. You can make hardcore mode in Portal. Right, in, in Portal. Like, yeah. In community-made so, games, you can make your own hardcore. So it seems like... It's like... So Portal is kind of like the Forge world of yes. battlefield okay all right that and makes it, sense. you can you can forge 2042 bad company <clears throat> 2 1942 and bf3 okay all right that makes sense all right well i think we've kind of put the kibosh on battlefield and i think it's time to move on to the halo um <laughs> The ay ay god himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm so down for this. Yin. Yin, our, our honored guest. The Halo Lord himself. First impressions. Let me hear what you think. Um, Alright, why? <laughs> why? I, so, I, I have a lot of gripes with it. I don't know. The, the controller versus keyboard mouse thing just feels off. We can just start off with that. Let's start with that, yeah. Okay. Uh, controller has an insane amount of aim assist. I I feel like it's it's holding my hand. I feel like it's almost playing a racing game. Yeah. Like, it, it's just helping me with the it's turn. It's Forza turning auto race on. Yes. yes. It, it just feels like that. The and sniper, I can't... You can sweep, but it actually... It, it's easier to lead your shots with it because there's so much... Exist. yeah there's no that's like a uh, quick snipe there's no quick sniping in this in this one it's weird yeah you you can still do it i i implore everyone to go into the little training room thing go to get to the third training section for the sniper and try it because mm -hmm. the enemies will strafe or they'll run straight across and it is insane maybe it's the second one yeah uh you'll you'll be able to see it it's, yeah it's night and day difference so i wanted to bring up so uh, while we're on that point i actually found a video somebody on reddit made a video about controller versus keyboard mouse with magnetism off and magnetism on so this is a great little video just kind of as a quick gift that kind of showcases what we're talking about here uh so we've moved on to halo and now this is what's happening on this so controller he's not moving and it's if you look at the top left he's not moving the mouse or excuse me his uh reticle at all this is just naturally what's happening on the controller in the top left and bottom right is magnetism is off and magnetism probably is on. I'm going to have to hide my camera for bottom right. Yeah, let me do that real quick. So that's actually good. I'll just hide all the cameras for right now. Uh, that's a great idea. Good job. Look at Zion with all the monies. Money shot ideas here. All right, here we go. Let's go back. Don't say my name in money shot. In money time, shot, please. baby. Money <laughs> shot. So the controller just absolutely follows it like crazy. And that's what we're looking at here. But magnetism on keyboard and mouse, which is pretty interesting, it actually does hit the shots, but not as much. Look at controller. Controller's insanity. Insane. The amount of magnetism on controller is out of this world, man. 
I mean, let's let's uh let me bring us back up here a little quick. Here Ain't nobody better be complaining about thumb cramps playing that. I mean, yeah, I mean straight up. But like So I wanted to, I wanted to say my initial review just before we get into everything i think there's a lot of good things about halo and i think Sh i will take shroud's idea on this it feels like a halo game they nailed the aesthetic and i think that this game has some of the best movement out of all of the halos they found a happy medium between halo reach and halo 5 in my opinion they found a really good medium it has abilities like reach with their pickup which is fantastic i love that um, and I do feel like some of the guns are pretty good. I'm not going to say all of them. I think some of them are still need a lot of work. Uh, but for the most part, I would say that the movability and the map design, I think the map design is, is really good. I, th I really like how the maps are made, especially in the competitive field on, um, on rank slayer is bar none. I think it's probably some of the best map design they've ever done. So. 343, you nailed those parts, but we're gonna fucking start shitting on you now because we've got <laughs> some things I don't like. <laughs> There's some things I really don't like. So we're, we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Um, since we're talking about keyboard and mouse, I did a test. I did my first 20 hours of playing. I did all on keyboard and mouse and the rest of it now, I think I have like 36 hours or whatever I've got in it is now only um controller whatever it is i just as much as i played i played keyboard and mouse basically the past two days or three days i've been doing just controller um i think that's there are big issues with the, either the net code or networking or so, there's something that's off when it comes to keyboard and mouse um specifically with weapons like the battle rifle or the commando or even the pistol it seems like their uh skill-based guns aren't registering like they should when it comes to uh keyboard and mouse and i've done some testing and i've done it i've done it on the dummies and everything it just doesn't it doesn't seem like they register like they should and i feel like the second I moved over to controller, it felt more natural. The bullets felt like they were supposed to go where they're supposed to go. And obviously controller aim assist is involved now. Uh, but more importantly, it felt like even when my reticle was on, I saw bullet markers. It wasn't counting my damage sometimes. Um, Yin, have you dealt with any of that? I haven't counted that with the commando, but I feel like the commando overall is just an inconsistent weapon. I've noticed that when a target is, is one shot, even on controller, the headshots don't register. Again, if you go to the, the little firing range, you can actually test that. It's pretty easy to land those shots with Commando, but as soon as you get them down to one, finishing that final shot feels off. Yeah, it's like two or three bullets easily. It, yeah. it just it just feels it feels very off. Um, and I'm not entirely sure if that's something on the server side that's a problem, or maybe it's just there's some tweaking that needs to happen with Commando. Um, same is true for pistol. I find that same thing also happens with pistol. It's very random. Actually, I was talking in chat. Uh, Vaughn Champion, I think, is in chat right now. And um, me and him were having a conversation offline about how the second he, you know, some games he feels like he's like God at the game. And you get like all these kills and it just feels like you're hitting all your stuff. And then the second you move over to a different game, you can like, you you feel like you're hitting people with marshmallows. It feels like you're not hitting your shots, even though you have the same aim, the same playability, the same map. It just feels like there's something going on with keyboard and mouse. It just it doesn't feel like it's, um, it's connecting like it should, if that makes any sense. And that's a big problem. I even have that on controller. I even have that on controller, believe it or not. Yeah. So there's, it feels like, 
What do you think that is? I think it's just their netcode. I don't. I don't know. It's. It, um, they're going to be running on dedicated servers. It might be just the server location. I have no idea. It's hard to tell, man. And I know they have crossplay enabled too. Do you think it has something to do with crossplay? Like, if you play with everybody that's on PC, maybe you have better lobbies. Like, it's hard to even. It's hard to to track down exactly what the problem might be because it's it's so hit or miss. Like some some matches I'll go twenty five and and four, and other matches I'll go like eight and fifteen. I'm like, why is none of my bullets hitting? <laughs> like, I'm not playing against more skilled players here. I'm playing against the same group um, in a in a um, in a PvP match, especially in ranked. But so, like when I was on keyboard and mouse, ranked only got aggravating when I would take my four shots that I know would hit perfection shots and just stopped hitting perfection shots. And then controllers has seemed to like fix that a bit for me. But there's like you said, there's still games where I play and I'm like, I'm just not getting like, even my beatdowns would miss. It doesn't seem any, it's like that doesn't make any sense to me. And there's actually a video here. I'll show you in a bit. It's like, um, um, where they there's there's videos of like uh melee and bad melee collision let me show you this video here actually this, this is a great to like go over into that area here um collision and um like melee is been a big issue i think this has to do with what we're talking about which is the net code itself seems to be something funky here so let me go to here this video hits him in the back misses twice so Melee lunge hits him. Second melee, nothing. So he slows it down. Gets in close. And on the recording, it shows that he's hitting him in the face. So basically, what this video is showing is that when you're playing live, it's showing that he's hitting him on his left side, but in the recording, it's showing that his character is in front of him, which is weird because that shows that the recording is showing that this character is in front. When you're playing live, he's obviously hitting this character on the left. So there's something going on with, with collision. And I think going on a limb, I think this is why there's problems with some matches your guns actually hit and other gun other times it like it's like you're throwing marshmallows over there does that make sense is that a bot this is not a bot it's a real life this is pv this okay. is pvp yeah and this is actually really important to note so this guy here is in front of him jumps and hits him but what he's saying here is that he's he is in front of him, and then apparently jumping just cancels out of any damage you get away from melee now. It's what what the, the the thing he was saying is. So you jump, and it gets you out of melee. On his screen, the character's not jumping. On his screen, the character's standing still. Yeah, he's still on the ground. Exactly. So that's the weird thing. There's there's something going on with the netcode here. It's super inconsistent on melee, where sometimes, and this is the same, I think the same is true for shooting. I think that I haven't been able to find a video showcasing the inconsistencies, but I feel like if melee lunge is having this problem where on your screen, the person that you're shooting looks in front of you, looks like right here. But in reality, I think the character's somewhere else. And I think something's going on with the net code. Personally, that's my straw hat, crazy idea. <laughs> I think personally, like, Yen, do you, what do you think about all this? 
I haven't played enough games PvP to actually re recognize this happening, but it does feel like that. I, I 100%. There's, there's something that plagued it here. Yeah, it, there's like a weird... And the, the worst part, too, is they actually have... Right now, as we're speaking today, is the 21st. Um, HSC, the Halo Championship Series, has their very first open qualifiers, and I don't think they've dealt with these problems yet. Or they might not even realize that these problems are existing. Like, it seems very... I feel like we're having these conversations now, but it's it's still so new. The game's only been out for a week, so I don't think this has become well, mainstream. Well, good. Yet. They'll find out today. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Their players are going to start bitching real bad, and it's going to be a high-priority fix for them. So, I mean, that's that can only give us good results. Yeah, I really hope so. Now, moving on to my next biggest issue. Aimbots are already in the game. And this is worrying. I guess the best way to, best way to say this, it's very worrying to me because... Now, it's not like Halo has not had cheaters before, but I feel like 343 and Bungie both did a good job at handling cheaters. Um, Yin, can you speak to any blatant cheating that you've seen? Do you, compared to other games, would you feel it's very rare? Or maybe it's pretty prevalent? I think we saw some in MCC. Um, I think that Infinite can somewhat counter this by having the playlists. I don't know if you see that in rank. There's three different ranks. Um, have one rank for controller only, one for crossplay, one for keyboard mouse. Mm -hmm. So I think if anything, you have a counter by just going to controller only. Yeah. Unless they find a way to get around that, I'm sure there's a way, but more than likely. Well, I actually have a great video here. I'm going to show you everybody here. And guys, if you guys are listening at home, what we're about to watch is there's it's a it's a blatant aimbot. <laughs> like it's the the gun is looking one way and the bullets are going that way. <laughs> it's like it's very blatant. Like it's kind of wild. We're only gonna watch a few seconds of this. Let me show you this. It's, it's kind of crazy here. Uh, it's <laughs> it's kind of wild. All headshots, by the way. All headshots. That's all headshots. It's kind of blurry, so I apologize. Whoever took this video, like, has potato. So the problem is when you're re-watching a match, this person didn't know that person was there. That person didn't know that person was there and still hitting all these shots. He's basically looking at these, char the, these characters. Like, he's tracking somebody. He didn't know they were there, but he's tracking somebody without knowing they're there, and there they are. Like, it's... It's fucking blatant. <laughs> it's like, it's really blatant, which kind of, it's, um, it's kind of wild to me. Like the game has been out for a week and here we are dealing with aimbots. And I feel like, you know, I, I know like the old trope is, um, Call of Duty's always had some kind of aimbots. Like Zion, you could probably attest to this. Like cheating in COD is like a big thing, right? But Halo, it never feels like it's been this like big issue. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I just yeah, COD has always had like on and off. You'll get aimbot, you'll get UAV bot, you'll get walls, you'll get bullet magnetism, you'll get fucking just all kinds of ridiculous ass cheats. Yeah, and here what they're saying is that most people, from what I was digging into, most people are saying there's wall hacks and aimbot. Those are the two biggest things that's that's kind of going around on Halo. But it's kind of surprising that's already out a week into. I mean, the game hasn't been out for a week yet. I think the announcement was on well on Tuesday. 
Like, they just released it on Tuesday, I think, of what it was, or one, or Monday or something. Like it was, no, it was Monday. So tomorrow will be a full week, and there's already aimbots and blatant cheaters. It's kind of like it's a little disconcerting, especially with the netcode issues. Well, I think you got to remember first that Halo's always been an Xbox exclusive, so it hasn't really had a whole lot of time on PC. So there's, it hasn't really been a huge issue. I mean, it was an issue in Halo Two. Um, but then it kind of lost because it was like, exclusive to a uh, 360 and, and Xbox One up until now. Um, it doesn't run easy anti-cheat or any of those other ones, probably because Microsoft is so stingy about that kind of thing, letting other software, unless they buy them outright into their games. Right. Um, they could probably, if not already, work on something revolving, uh, involving Cortana to try and use machine learning to catch cheaters with this mm. sort of thing. That would be an option they might be exploring. But we, we just don't know. Yeah. Um, but they don't until they employ some kind of anti-cheat measure. It's not really that big of a surprise that there's cheaters already. Yeah. I'm surprised this game didn't come out with some kind of anti-cheat pre-built in or something. You know, I, I, it's just weird to me that they're they're using like how do you report cheaters? <coughs> Excuse me. That's how you, you sneeze. <laughs> Damn, again. Hold on. Damn, man. Sorry. I don't know what it is. I got some, like, I don't know. Allergies going on today, man. I'm telling you. Allergies been kicking my ass today. Um. Uh, all games should go to Colonel Anti-Cheat Route. Ooh. What do you think about that, Yin? No. You think no, it's you. sus? Yep. Why? 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 Colonel level is, is like, spy-capable. That's why I kind of uninstalled Valorant, but any oh, any games that allow Vanguard was fucking crazy. Yeah, no Val Valorant. Valorant. Yeah, Riot Vanguard. Oh. Oh yeah. That's, oh, that's what, yeah. That's okay. the software behind. Yeah. Valorant. I don't. I'm not a huge proponent for kernel level. I mean, it's kind of an, a necessary evil, but yeah. I mean, it's not worth having some blatant like. <laughs> some spy shit spyware on your computer just to play a video game seems kind of at that sus. point you need a second rig and then at that point you might as well be playing console so. right 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 um Bruh. it's kind of i mean it's just kind of wild to me there's already cheaters in, in the first week but that just tells me they've been working on it since beta but you know is what it is like i hope they come up with something to fix that you know really what it comes down to um so comparatively speaking to the to <clears throat> netcode i actually want to go into the game a little bit i am going to showcase a couple different things from today um number one yen before i do what is your idea on the customization and the um the in-game loot boxes i guess we could say <laughs> so uh i don't i don't understand the customization in that you get one row and a crappy interface to mess with it there are menus within menus you can't even look at those while you search at yes. least from my experience i search no, a game true. and then as soon as i go to customize it kicked me out of searching why why can't i come on dude yeah it's like, true literally 100%. every every halo game in the past has let you do this what why is this different? but yeah for a game that's going to allow tons of customizations ones that they want to pedal money and microtransactions for uh, and have tons of more options. The fact that I get one row and I have to scroll through everything is awful. I already had to rush to change my armor and, and reach before the game started. How am I going to scroll through that stupid horizontal bar to find what I want now? Yes. And what for anybody that? who's interested, Valorant, go ahead. 
Valorant actually does the same one bar system as well. For like the one bar system? Yeah, for scrolling like through characters and attachments and different guns and camos and yeah. all of it. So this one, I want to bring up exactly what he's saying and bring up um, kind of what's happening. I've, I've pulled up uh, Halo here. If you go to the armor hall, the first thing you're met with is you have two different what they're calling cores that you can pick. You have the Mark 5B and you have the Mark, what is it, 7 that you can use. And of course, one they're going to unlock called the Yoro. On top of that, you also have oh, ones, a Yorari or whatever. Yep, you're right. Um, <laughs> You can also pick from these armor kits. You can choose specific ones you unlock. So, for example, if you wanted to get uh, like these are the the this um, this customization series the is called armor. the Reach, whatever, right? Uh, so you can pick up June or Carter or all these things, right? The problem is this. Here's the big issue. If we go back, and we go to shop. Let's just say, for example, you want to pick up this armor bundle. This is called the Zveta armor bundle. Number one, it is twenty dollars to buy this. Number one. Number two. You get the entire armor pack, which allows you to have the stance and all the armor. This only applies, if we go back to customization and armor hall, this only applies to one core. So if you unlock those armors, say you wanted to put that helmet on top of the Mark 7, you can't. Period. So you just bought $20 worth of armor that you could only wear on a specific armor core. So they have these layers upon layers of this customization, which is already infuriating enough. Like, it, all right, let's just, let me just great, put a great example for everybody who's, who's watching right now. If I choose this helmet, let's actually, let's, let's go to it. If I choose this, this stainless steel, whatever it is, and I choose this coffee cup and I equip this coffee cup, coffee cup equipped, I also have to go back and change the armor here. And here's this, this only one little thing here. Or I gotta go back. I gotta change this. So I can change the colors, but I gotta change the colors here. And I can't change this everywhere. I have to do this on every specific piece of core or armor or weapon. I can't just apply it everywhere. And that's one of the biggest things is like, not only is it stuck on one armor core, but you can't even customize it to like copy and paste to somewhere else. You want on a different armor core. Maybe you want all of your weapons to have this specific Imperial Sun emblem palette. Well, you can't. You have to do each individual item every single time, period. So let's just say you unlocked Onyx and you want to use your Onyx like ranking to like basically show everywhere. You'd have to spend the next 30 minutes of your life going through every single item to put it on there, which makes no sense. On top of that, if you wanted a specific armor, but you don't want to wear the Mark 7 because you've unlocked things from the battle pass for the Mark 5, you're stuck. It's just, it's such a weird system and it's an obvious cash grab in my opinion. Obvious cash grab. And I get it. It's a free to play game, but... Like, let's be honest. It's just like Apex. People are gonna buy the packs, man. Like, there's how many people are playing? I want to look cool. It is what it is. It is what it is. Like, I don't mind like helping with development and paying for a battle pass. This, that's never been the problem for me. It's just, it's just these obvious like cash grabs and then time gating. They they also have added FOMO. What do you think about adding FOMO into the game, Yen? I. I, it depends. If you're there from the beginning, then yeah, I think you should get them. I, I don't I don't see an issue. It depends on if they're going to make it one-time things, if we're going to do it like reruns, like if they do a Halloween event or something like that, yeah, it, it works. Because you can showcase that you were here for 
something something but if it's like some crazy cool armor piece like the aiming helmet or something like that if you do fomo on that kind of thing you're just gonna create a market for it on ebay like you're really just gonna yeah really gonna i completely agree with you man yeah the yori is only here one time one time only during this season only so yeah when is that uh november 22nd so tomorrow tomorrow, tomorrow. come to tomorrow um which is cool because it's like, yeah, you should be here for the week and get the URE and yada, yada, yada. But it's, it just seems kind of counterintuitive to, like, it, I feel like they've gone full cash grab in terms of um, what they're doing with the with the game in general. I mean, and I get it. They need to make money. It's a free-to-play multiplayer. And the game looks amazing. I mean, they've put some fucking money and some time and effort into it. I can't deny that whatsoever. But it just seems like an obvious cash grab to the ninth degree. In my opinion, and I don't. We've had this conversation. Actually, you were on here for the micro uh, transactions podcast. I agree with you and the fact that I don't mind them having microtransactions in this game, but attaching them to a specific item core and not letting me use that to another core just because it's just been coded that way just seems kind of funky. Like, why even have cores in the first place? In my opinion. Their, their UI is definitely counterintuitive. And it's not even for cash grab purposes. I think it's actually going to hurt them in the long run just because it's so confusing. It's like, I don't, so confusing. I, I, if I buy a if I wanted to buy a bunch of armors, I have I have no idea how to get to them. Like it, it's so it takes so long to do anything. I almost don't even want to bother. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense, man. Oh, um, while we're on this topic of customization, kind of the UI, one of the biggest things I think we have to address in Zion, this is something I'm going to try and explain um, full out for you, is not only is there customization, but there's also the battle pass. Um, the battle pass has been a big point of contention since the betas. Now, for everybody who's listening at home and for everybody who's here right now, and Zion, I'll explain this to you. You get a battle pass. It has 120 um, unlocks, which is perfectly fine. But... The only way to unlock things in the battle pass is to complete challenges. And now the problem was when the game first came out, there was only specific challenges. And if you did no challenges, you got no progression on your battle pass. And they time gated it where this first battle pass will only be available until May. They pushed it back to like May 22nd or something crazy, right? But they used to be back. I think it was going to be done in February. You could play 200 games and only get four levels. Think about that. 200 games and four levels because they had no specific XP per match. They just, they recently added it in, but on release, didn't have that. And I made a post about this on the forums uh, during the, uh, the alpha testing. I was like, look guys, like you, what are you doing? You're invalidating our playtime. Even if we didn't want to pick up a fucking random weapon and shoot with that weapon, like you're invalidating playtime, you're messing with the flow of the battle. Like, why not just give me the XP for playing how I want to play? Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it just kind of feels weird. Like, have you run into any of those issues, Yen? Like, what do you think about all that? Uh, I didn't play before they added the the regular progression. I only played bot matches for the most part, and I was getting experience for playing bot matches. I was completing challenges for playing bot matches. So I was actually able to do like a flag capture and complete that challenge in a bot. Now. So yeah, uh, it it seems slow, but I think that's only because it goes all the way to May. That's a lot of time to complete it. I understand that it was originally around February, like you mm -hmm. said. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that it's pushed out to May is kind of nice. So I mean, I I don't feel like I have to rush it. 
I don't feel like I have to buy tiers like so many games are trying to force you to do nowadays. Um, so, I mean, I don't really have much gripe with it. I wish there was a leveling system, though, that could showcase that I played a shitload of Halo. Yeah. I, again, that, that goes back to stats. You can go to Halo Waypoint right now, and it doesn't show how many kills you have, doesn't show your metal chest. And that could be because it's early access, but give me a break. Yeah, I mean, the game's out. I mean, they, it is what it is. People keep saying it's early access or it's a, still a beta. I, it's, it's not a beta. They had betas. <laughs> they had alphas. Like, they released it on the anniversary of Xbox for a reason. You know, they're they're trying to hype up campaign. And I, I will also say, um, I feel like the campaign is going to be a hot pile of dog shit. <laughs> I think that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what do you think, man? I, I, I'm not impressed by the open world Halo. I'm not. I feel like it's going to be a worse version of GTA 5 Halo. Like, <laughs> straight if, up. If like, I can legit just, like, get off of work, boot this game up, and play co-op, and just run around and just shoot random stuff, and it's not terribly boring, I could see it being interesting. Right. If, it, if, they, if they have a big enough world that they can create new missions or change certain things or add certain effects, there's like the destiny effect where they i mean you in destiny you replayed the same freaking strike like a hundred times it's true they it's could true. do that here and you'd be perfectly fine with it yeah potentially true. potentially so, you know, they could make this work uh and if they do it right you know i don't care halo sandbox is nice i like the way the pistol feels I like most of the guns the way those feel so they have potential there yeah but i mean for a single player campaign i mean it's just better to go in not expecting a normal halo campaign yeah, yeah. I don't think the storyline's going to be there. Quite honestly, that's I. That's what I think is going to be lacking. I think the open world concept is actually an okay idea. I will backtrack a bit on my previous statement. Um, I think it's going to be decent. I think the biggest because uh, they could have like a very Destiny esque way of doing it, which I'd actually probably prefer a little bit. Um, but my big problem is I feel like the storyline because they've reworked it and they've reworked it, and they've reworked it. And they've done it like eight times now and then they've pushed back this game like our biggest complaint with the game is that it's been taking so long to develop that it's probably gonna be a jumbled mess just like halo one halo one storyline was absolute poop <laughs> it was absolute poop um so it'll be kind of interesting what they do uh when it comes in terms of that one thing i have a big problem with is the challenge system though um, maybe not so much in terms of the battle pass. I love how they took feedback and they actually made the battle pass last longer. I think that's a great addition. Um, and I think that now you have time to unlock everything, which is fantastic. I have no problems with that. My big complaint is this, this image sums it up in one, one stance. So. All right, for everybody who's listening at home, uh, there is an image of an in-game chat going on where one person says, the Hydra is ass, and says, go for the flags, idiots, and shut the fuck up. Uh, win or lose, I still get 50 XP, and bruh. So, basically what this is saying is, when you have a challenge, so Zion, let's just say one of the challenges is, pick the Hydra up and get four kills. And that will give you 200 XP. And you need that 200 XP for the time-gated weekly thing that you want to unlock. How many Hydras do you think there are, Zion? One. There's one. There's one. Wait till they add Fiesta mode. Yeah, oh, that'll help. That'll help a ton. But 
right now they have these there was one earlier so for example let's say zion you like playing quick play four versus four there's a challenge for your weekly that requires you to kill five ghosts how many ghosts are in quick play zion <laughs> one none there's no you have to go to big team battle you have to. Oh, you can re-roll that challenge if you'd like. Let me go to my challenges right now and show you. Let me show you. Let's just go Wait, back there is here. a ghost. There is one ghost. What's that there's map? One the, uh... the, um, there's one <laughs> ghost. There's one ghost and one map. <laughs> <laughs> let me go. Okay. Let me just put this in perspective here. Okay. Here's one for win any big team PvP match. This is for the weekly challenge. The weekly challenge. If you don't like PvP, guess what? 343 is like, fuck you, Zion. Go play PvP. If you want this weekly visor, you better go do that. Here's one. Kill an enemy Spartan with sniper rifle without zooming in PvP. Zion, how many snipers are in each map? I won. None sometimes. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> zero. None of them. There's zero. <laughs> Kill enemy Spartans from behind with a melee weapon in or melee attack in three uh, in PvP and do it three times. <laughs> behind. There should be these challenges should either be sidelined or they should be adding challenges that are team related. Okay, like, I'm gonna do this it. live on chat. Watch this. Okay, watch this. All right, win eight. I'm gonna re-rank this. You only I only have um, these these reset weekly. And the more challenges you do, you can re-roll them. Let's re-roll this one live on chat for everybody. Let's see, I have three left, because those are gated. You can't just re-roll them till you find the ones you want. You can only do it a certain amount of times, and then you're stuck with what they they want you to do. Let's re-roll this ghost. one. Watch this Please one. Please give it the ghost. Complete any big team pay matches. Oh, it gave me the same fucking one! <laughs> well, no, instead of having to win, you can just play big team. <laughs> Oh yeah, now it's complete. You have to complete two of them instead of one. <laughs> Let's do it again. Hold Wait, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Huh? I'm gonna clip it and look. Uh, how much XP was the first one? It was only 200 XP. It's the same. It's the same XP. So. Yeah, the, the XP doesn't change. It's the it's, the problem is what it makes you do. And that you only have a certain amount of rerolls you can do. So if you're stuck with like all the worst stuff and you've used your rerolls, you can't reroll. You're just stuck doing those missions. How are you 41? Don't worry about that. I play a lot. Complete any. Okay, this is a good one. Complete any PvP match. Great. I got a good one. Luckily, I have one more reroll. Let's see. Let's. Uh, I want to like kill an enemy Spartan with sniper rifle without zooming. This one says win player matches. Fantastic. So I got some good ones. Amazing. But if you don't get the good ones, like you have to kill a ghost four times in random PvP matches. Six. You have to do. Hold on. How much? So you get 50 for every match you complete. You have a thousand. So you have to play 20 matches a day if you weren't doing any of your challenges. Right. Right. For one level. For one level. 20 S matches a day times one level times how many days between now and May? It's a lot. It's a lot of matches. And here's here's the problem. So the biggest issue is not necessarily that there's challenges. The problem is that the challenges are randomized and they don't attribute to what gameplays you're playing. Like if you like, they should have to fix it. They should have challenges specific to the playlist that you're playing. 
like you shouldn't force somebody like me to play big team battle if i don't want to play big team battle but here we are for the weekly for the time gated piece of content and the item that i might want i have to go play that or just like in that image i showed you this person has to kill things with the hydra in order to get his weekly unlock his or hers weekly unlocked it doesn't make any like it's just a, it's a it's a shitty system no matter how you look at it it's just a shitty system where you you and on top of that they limited the re-rolls or you can buy re-rolls so you're either stuck with this potentially missing an item that you might want or you better buy the re-rolls like good luck like what do you think about all this guys like off the off the rip like what is what's going on here plus fuck central how may we if, take your order <laughs> if you finish the weekly what happens do you get another one no it's just the weekly so once the weekly's over weekly's over so and you, you get your item do the four and then you're done no you have to do all of the weeklies like if we go back to it there's i've finished a bunch of them there's still more you can actually look if you go let me go to display if you click uh for me it's a r on my keyboard it shows up upcoming weekly challenges and it has a whole list of them you have to do i've just gotten far like this used right. to be like two pages worth and now i've just i've i have five left total so i think it's like 20 challenges throughout the week you have to complete or something like that or 15 oh, or you can only get the visor yeah, and you can only sh it only shows you the top five. That's it, though. Yeesh. Yeah, it's kind of rough, man. Um, so anyways, so yeah, and you can only do these. And again, only these challenges give you XP. So you have to do your weeklies. The weeklies what gives you the XP for your battle pass. So you have to do a lot of your battle pass. And obviously, I bought like the extended battle pass. So I started out at 25. So I've been playing quite a bit. I'm 41 already. Like I've been doing the weeklies and some of these challenges are stupid. Like shoot somebody twice in the head, dance on their corpse, and then throw a grenade at yourself three times. Like <laughs> it's like, doesn't make any sense, man. Some of these are dumb. Um, my we've, I've been shitting on halo a bunch, but Yin, what are some of the things you like about halo so far? Um, I like the mobility. I like the way the guns feel. Um, I I don't know about the weapon tuning yet. Uh, I'll I'll compare because I want to kind of circle back to movement because you said you like the movement. I think there's some things in this that are kind of weird. Um, I, I I think you're right that there's an improvement to movement, but I do think there's some some fallbacks where they're trying to balance the two. If you have that thruster ability, which they've brought back. If you do a slide out of that, your character just abruptly stops for no reason. But I feel like there's a great opportunity for movement tech right there. Like you should be able to dash and then crouch and do the slide. Halo 5 had that droves. Mm. There were tons of different movement jumps you could do. You could do the, the boost jumps where you did the, the Gandhi with the, the boosting to jump over certain ledges. I don't feel like we have that here. Maybe mm. we just haven't discovered it yet. But like doing the grapple for example you should be if you crouch you can come out of it but you should maintain that momentum i should be able to do some crazy like movement tech with it and i just don't see it and it just seems like they're trying to limit that um but gunplay uh <clears throat> like the gunplay but i think the pit i i have to test the kill time um but pistol in halo 5 killed faster than any other gun but it had yes. very little emphasis in this game <laughs> there's aim assist for literally everything so I don't really know how that's going to play out. I haven't played enough multiplayer against other players to really make. I can speak to that a little bit. Um, if we 
mitigate the net code and we completely validate what the if there's say there's no problems with net code um one thing i thought that was an interesting change i'd love to get your opinion on this they have revitalized the assault rifle and the assault rifle at times is supposed to feel like like an smg type weapon where it's supposed to be really good at close range not so good far range you can three round burst with the assault rifle and almost treat it like a long range weapon and i feel like that's an issue I don't think they should. I like the fact the assault rifle is now in the mix because it used to be just like a throwaway weapon, and now it's pistol assault rifle that you start with. And pistol is in a good spot where like you can zoom in, and if you hit your shots, like you can get some kills easily. My big complaint, I think, with the assault rifle currently um, is that it's too good at all ranges. That's my biggest issue: is that you can do so much damage from even far range and that feels like it invalidates like we were talking about the commandos in a really bad spot where it doesn't feel like it's hitting its shots especially when there's no shields it feels like it takes you three or four bullets whereas a ttk on a sidekick like a, like uncensored was saying is just way faster um but even the assault rifle like i find like i find myself in halo infinite when i play against certain people um in quick play or in a uh, big team battle, I feel like I am I'm choosing my assault rifle over my sidekick sometimes, depending on what corners I'm hitting. And I feel like that's a weird, it's a weird mix. I'm not used to it as a Halo player. The assault rifle is supposed to be shit, and it feels like it's a whole new meta in my in my opinion. Have you had much luck with the assault rifle? I haven't really used the assault rifle that much. I have been getting my ass kicked on those two games that I played against the three stacks where they were using it. Yeah, um, it does feel kind of more like a supporting weapon. I know you can headshot with it now too, which is kind of bizarre. Yeah, um, it's like two headshots or something like that to kill. Yep, it's not one. No, it's yeah, not one. So, but it, as long as you have the strafe up, like you'll get it. Yeah, yeah, you'll get it. I, I don't know. I mean, it, again, it feels like a, a more supporting weapon at that point. So if you have one person doing AR, one person doing pistol, you can really pull out some crazy shit. Um, I don't know how that compares to just having two BRs on someone. Because I, I think AR could still probably kill faster than a BR then. We no. should probably test that. Yeah, so will like AR up close will absolutely destroy you. If it's an AR and you have a BR and you both start shooting at the same time, an AR will absolutely wreck you. Mid-range? Mid-range or close. Interesting. It's a yeah, weird... It's a weird mixture. I feel like the BR almost needs a little bit of a bump, which is kind of counterintuitive. It feels like, it's, it feels like they've over-tuned the AR and they've under-tuned the BR. In my opinion, I feel like the sidekick and some of the side weapons are pretty good. I feel like there's enough weapon diversity and they I love how they randomize when you play in a match. They randomize the guns that will spawn on the map. Sometimes it's the cinder. Sometimes it's the rocket. Sometimes the sniper. Sometimes it's the, the DMR like they switch it up. So especially in arenas, it's really awesome because you don't really know what you're walking into and um, which is great. It just it feels like. Some of the guns are really overtuned, but I, to me, quite honestly, guns being overtuned are going to be something to work on consistently for a long time. Like they're going to probably, I feel like the like the next gun to get in a, a nerf is going to be the AR. The next gun to get a buff is probably going to be the Cinder. The Cinder, like that thing, it's a heavy weapon that hits like a fucking muppet. <laughs> like it doesn't do any damage. It kills two hits. Yeah, but you got to hit both hits. <laughs> I think it's yeah. like a vehicle chopper, right? Like Hydra. It's supposed to be. But the problem is, like, like Hydra <laughs> Hydra does better with single target than it does on a vehicle. 
Like you have to, if you're gonna shoot at a, a ghost, it takes five shots to kill a ghost. It takes two shots to kill a person though. And it tracks. So it seems like the Hydra's in a weird spot because it's not really anti-vehicle, it's mostly anti-personnel. And the Cinder, which is supposed to be anti-personnel, like to bounce around corners and shit, is actually anti-vehicle. It's like... Yeah, back. I'm gonna go use the rest Okay, first. man. It just seems like it's backwards. Like, it, it, like some of the tuning and design choices are interesting, to my, in my opinion. Um, but overall, I feel like, just to wrap everything up in a good spot, I feel like the game is in an okay spot. I'm interested to see what happens on campaign, but I feel like personally that the game has still quite a ways to go until it's in a really good competitive scene. Like I feel like they don't really have the competitive aspect there yet. And the number one reason is the netcode. Um I'd probably give this game a good seven out of ten. Maybe. Seven out of ten. Aesthetically, great. Movement-wise, let's go back to movement a bit, man. Um, I love the movement. I feel like it's a really good. I told you earlier in the podcast that it's like the mixture between Halo 5 and Reach, where you have that movability, you have the slide cancellations, you have the jump, you have the clamber like Halo 5, but you don't have the abilities like you would in Halo 5 off the rip. You end up having to pick them up kind of like Halo Reach, which I enjoy. I like I like that. There's some abilities that are a little overpowered, but some are pretty good, but it forces you, it forces plays. Which is good in my opinion um i um i think it has potential i think the game has potential i think it's uh it's in a good spot it's, it feels like a halo game they nailed the aesthetic like it feels like a halo game so they, they nailed that part it's not too far off the course um but until they fix the net code i don't think that this game's going to be a very competitive game not currently i, I want to pick your brain about movement okay um, in your opinion off the maps i don't think there's a lot of variety of maps but is there a lot of complexity as far as power positioning goes because my initial evaluation seems like there's very little in the way of power positioning because it depends on the map um most of the maps are built in a three lane system where it's usually a bottom lane top on the left or top on the right and then a kind of a mid to the right or mid to the left um but every map especially in a competitive scene are built off this three lane system um and because of that it adds the power plays are not necessarily like a top and a bottom it's mostly a corner and so right. slide cancellation helps you with the pushes because verticality in halo is still really important um but with slide cancellations it allows you to if you know what you're doing, there's a little bit of a skill ceiling when it comes to movement on a map in terms of positioning yourself, depending on those lanes. Like, um, I'm, I'm forgetting the names of the maps off the top of my head. There's one map that kind of looks like a tra like a like a shooting range, right? Um, where you have top lane, bottom lane, usually where oddball spawns. You have buff side, which is like, you know, where they have either invis or overshield spawns. And it's kind of like in this pit or right. the other one where it's like a, there's a small bridge and usually where like the B is for control. Yeah. Um, on that map, for example, the power positions on oddball are going to be tower or near the spawn of the ball. On control though, it's top lane control, which is the most important. So it depends on the map, it depends on the game mode. And I feel that that's really important. I think players are starting to learn that a little bit now. But in terms of movement for those, 
I would be less inclined to slide cancel on a control map because I know they're probably going to be looking at me from A, say if I'm going to C, right? So I'd be less inclined to do that, but I would be more inclined to clamber in order to get up to the tower on that same map or to clamber to get to, for example, um, on a top push on A. So those would be different. But I, but if it's an oddball, that's a whole different story because I think what 343 did well is that in terms of movement, it really is going to depend on what game mode you're playing. And I think that's really, I, I do kind of like that. Like I'll do, I'll be more focused on power positions for angles on an oddball match than I will be. I'll be more movement involved on a control match. Does that make sense? Yeah, so more to my point at that is that from my evaluation on this, it feels like there's very little mobility on them. So I, the movement might be fine, but I feel like the maps themselves don't really lend themselves to any kind of like flanking tactics. I do feel like it's hold a power position, move to take this one point and that's it. There's no flanking powers. There's no crazy jumps. Like I'm just thinking Construct has these stupid lifts or the ramps you can run up. There's, there's all those kinds of things, but I feel like this is all just like flat map running around corners. And when you have that, I don't think the mobility feels like anything because there is no need for any mobility. There's, mm. there is one map that has like one jump where you can go from bottom mid to top mid. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's like indoors. I, I don't know. That, but that there's C that map, one map, like but, it's one big C, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, all you do is you just you just make the jump. There's nothing fancy about it. There's no crazy tech. There's no crazy corners or random gotcha spots. On Halo, what was it? And if, even in Halo 5, there's that crappy map that had this weird jump tech, but there was this little door on the left and right-hand side with a little grenade slit. Mm -hmm. Like, just that grenade slit alone added some different variety. But I feel like we get none of that here. It is all solely, like, corner camping, rush Call of Duty style. And I think... Halo is not meant for that. Halo is more mm. meant for playing into that mobility and power positioning. And I don't feel like we're getting that here. I agree with you Just from everything you said. I mean, it, it's I'm trying to think of a position where it doesn't have that mobility. There's one map that I could think of where it's still a three lane push, but it's the inside. I think it looks like new Mombasa. Um, the map that looks. Let me just pull these maps up. Hold on, let's just make it easier so I can yeah, actually I like look at these these na the names of these maps. Hold on. See, the fact that I can't even remember the map names kind of sucks. Like I yeah. can tell you, midship is midship. I I can't tell you what map is Aquarius or Baser. Like oh, yeah, behemoth. yeah. I will, I will never remember that. Okay, but so launch site is the one that we were talking about. So live fire is the one I was just talking about. Uh, and I'll pull these up right now because it makes way more sense. Um, so Aquarius is probably the i would say aquarius is probably the most suited for like arena play in my opinion yes. i would i would i would highly say aquarius because it's not it's three lanes but there's so much verticality and so many angles to hit that especially when you're playing capture the flag is absolutely like crucial to hold power positions this really like feels very arena based the one that feels yeah. like the worst for arenas is recharge in my opinion it's one giant circle everybody fights in the middle if it's yes. a control map on recharge and i know i'm hiding myself let me hide myself here recharge is the one where it's one giant circle and if you're playing control it's an absolute nightmare because there's no power like no power plays you either you literally only look left or right on every single control and that's it i feel like recharge will be dictated by the commando br spawn like that tower too yes just it. 
Yeah. If, if you can hold it. That. If it's but on, on yeah, arena you, though, it's BR. It's all BR. So you have to like your teams your team shots have to be on. Like it really has to be on. Um Streets though, I would say is a close second to Aquarius, in my opinion. I feel like Streets, it's still three lanes. It's that doesn't change. But the verticality and the play styles and the corners are there are some power positions. Like A looks directly at C in control. Um, the only thing I don't like about streets is I hate playing oddball on streets. I feel like oddball on streets is always either cubby or hold on C, and I hate that. It doesn't. I just hate streets. Yeah, I think streets is okay. I think it has enough. There's enough um, small cubbies and small cutthroughs to make plays fast enough on streets. Um, and the verticality does make it pretty fun. Live Fire, I would say, is one of my favorite maps in general, but not great. It's more suited for like quick play or maybe oddball, but not necessarily for anything else, in my opinion. And Launch Site, I think, is way too big for a 4 versus 4. <laughs> I think it's way I've never too even big. Launch site, I'm going to be honest. It's, it's almost like a big team battle map. It's just way too big for a 4 versus 4, especially on like a, a competitive scene. Like it's it's oh, giant right. wide open. Like they have, yeah. this is the one map in a 4 versus 4 where there's a ghost that spawns and there's a actually a warthog that spawns this map and it's giant yeah and behemoth as well but behemoth is primarily oh no i've played fours on behemoth i haven't played arenas on on behemoth but i've played quick play on behemoth and that one's big it actually has a banshee that spawns in there (laughs) like it's yeah it it could be a banshee or a ghost yeah it's big um but it's also open there's like no cover there's no jumps it's just it's just two lanes yeah it's just two lanes i I just hate that i i that's that's so bizarre that they took this direction. Like yeah. Aquarius, more maps like that. Yeah, just I agree. All Aquarius. If you gave me ranked and just gave me Aquarius, I'd be fine. Like yeah. you could just give me 100% of the time. Yep. Any game mode. All I think that it has yeah. enough verticality, enough interesting angles and power play positions on Aquarius, where if even if it was oddball, like get like capture the flag feels like true capture the flag on aquarius i hate capture the flag on live fire like i hate it i hate it on streets i hate it on live fire i can't i can't like and don't and recharge don't even have it because they know that it's only good for control and even on control your choice is really a and c never never fuck with b like (laughs) that's the only control that's the only thing that makes sense on that map that's literally whoever control a and c wins that's it (laughs) Like they didn't really give you a chance to hold B and C, like because there's no counterplay. It's too close on A and C. So from that perspective, it doesn't make any sense in my opinion. Um, and I just we need more maps. Yeah, um, we do I'm need more at, maps. I'm looking at your screenshot. There are ten. Uh, yeah, I think three of them are big team battle. Yeah, maybe four of them should be. Big team I think battle. A launch site but, should be 100. percent But this game has been under multiple directors. It's been five years. Why? Why do we have ten maps? Why? Why do we have ten maps? Right. Why is Aquarius the only arena one? Right. You got. You hire the all these teams, these pro players to make these maps, and Aquarius is the only arena style that you guys have made. Like, what? What, what right. are you guys doing? What happened? Yeah. Aquarius is the is the midship of of the uh, Halo Infinite launch right now. And it shouldn't be. That that's. Same. That is the mid. That is, I mean, technically, it's that is the midship. It has a mid bridge and everything. Like it's very close to the same design as midship. Really, if you think about it, it has instead of the four bases, it has the two bases and the two side bases, which is pretty much like midship. Instead of them being up, they're just on the same level as the mid bridge. It's literally yeah. midship. <laughs> it's literally midship. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, 
And then Aragon in chat said, uh, this is a question for, for Zion. Um, so people who have played Halo and Battlefield, uh, people who have played both, how different does the shooting of the guns feel in both games? I Zion? Battle, or I haven't played Halo. Okay. Well, Yen, this is a question for you then. Um, they feel, I don't know. There's, it feels like it's more in your face. I feel like I'm shooting guns that are making me spray everywhere. Hmm. I really, there's, there's kick on the AR and such like that. Like in the other ones, there was recoil where your reticle would go up. But on this one, I feel like my head's bobbing around while I'm trying to shoot the AR or the commando. My, your screen visually like shakes violently. And I hate that. I, I despise it. Yeah. Um, BR. Battle. Go ahead. Go ahead finish here the the battle rifle feels like it's just jerking me everywhere even though it's kind of straight there's that root revolver thing that shoots and the reticle is like five inches above the target but if you still shoot it goes straight it's bizarre yeah i i don't like it um but that's only because i'm classic halo person you could just fire the three shots and your reticle would kind of stay there or the, the reticle would move up a little bit but it does it definitely feels more like in your face you're going everywhere yeah uh, yeah, is, I I don't have any statements on Battlefield, but Zion, do you feel like your reticle is more manageable on Battlefield? Battlefield just feels like longer engagements for the most part. If you mm. get in a close range engagement and you've got SVKs on three people in the squad, you're going to have issues. But again, Yen and I have mostly played Hazard Zone. We haven't played a lot of Conquest or Breakthrough because the too much shit going on dying from helicopters and planes and trains and automobiles from fucking Timbuktu. Right. Doesn't feel all that great. So we focus hazard zone and we're, we'll run like two SVK DMRs, which are a good long range. And then we'll run one SMG and chaos always run an LMG. Hmm. Yeah, I guess there's no micro trip shortage in 2042 vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> the, the, the world is going falling apart, but they, they definitely got microchips still everywhere yeah. apparently um all right so what about using snipers in both games they feel similar or different i would say that halo snipers and aiming down sights in general overall feels clunky to me in halo infinite i will say <laughs> that i feel like aiming down sights is probably the worst like space it's been in a very long time um because of not only the recoil but the there's something with the net code that doesn't line up it doesn't feel fluid when you aim down sights. Like I hit more shots with a sniper rifle unscoped than I do scoped, and that's a problem. I, that's a big problem, in my opinion. I think they adjusted the sniper to be more of a far range weapon. I feel like the scope is a big part of this. I think instead of, you know how it used to be four and eight times, I think it's five and 10 is what they're calling it here, but yep. obviously it's arbitrary crap. But I zoom down with a sniper rifle and I feel like I'm looking through binoculars. Yes. I, I, it is so hard to see anything. On first zoom, you could, you know, shoot mid map. You can't do that anymore. And no. then just don't even bother trying to go to the second magnification because it's just insane. Yeah, you're not hitting those shots. It doesn't matter if you have the lowest sensitivity. You're not hitting those shots. Whereas I feel like from the videos I've seen on Battlefield and Zion, maybe you can attest to this. I feel like the sniper always feels good on Battlefield. The sniper is like the one consistent thing is like you hit that lead fucking 200 meter snipe shot. Like even last yeah, night. I know last night, even with that DMR SVK, I hit like four or five shots in trucks like that were going like 30, 40 miles an hour and I'd lead it and I sniped the gunner or I sniped the driver out of their seats. And the one that I hit that like had me out of my seat was 
we were on uh, Breakaway, which is like the snow uh, oil mining map, but it's like frozen in the mm -hmm. ice. Um, Chaos and I are up on a ridge up above on like fucking stupid high ground. I just respawned and Yin's in a firefight sniping at people that are in like these shipping crates and whatnot. And there's a truck that's heading towards them right to left. And I'm aiming. Chaos is shooting at the truck with his 50 mil and he's lighting it up. And I'm like, oh, here, I'll just take out the driver and slow it down. And I throw three shots downrange, and I hit the driver on the third shot. And I was like, no fucking way. See, those moments, and I don't have those moments when I snipe in Halo. It doesn't feel inventful. It doesn't feel impactful. And I feel like it's luck. But when, when you hit a shot in Battlefield, it's like, oh, gauging, mm, 500 meters away, uh, wind, uh, 400. And it like hits and, and it's just like it's a satisfaction because they've dialed it in and they've had it for so many years or like the satisfaction of a headshot in 2042 it's this yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just it's like, like holy shit dude yeah just oh, and you see the bullet just like go like it's like you know i think uh snipe i always have a love the best sniper fun i had in battlefield was battlefield bad company 2 when they added in bullet drop so nice this is so nice what was that? is that like the fucking what was the one in that oh, I, I got a clip here of uh zion and i doing something so uh send it, send oh it, send it. oh chaos. no send chaos it to did a oh, I, I can't really send this it's like a too big a clip i can stream it to the server but uh just like it might fuck up webcam yeah it might mess yeah, up webcam so oh, that's it. not gonna do it um, there was a, a redeploy that Chaos caught on top of a tower, and at that moment, both Zion and I turned 90 degrees. We put two shots on the guy, and the guy's and just done. Catch him midair in the fucking parachute. Nice. He <laughs> yes. was 500 meters away on this, nice. on this clip. Okay. So we, we both just took one shot, and the guy was done. See, those are spy like, but Battlefield does a awesome great job. When you squad up, like, there was multiple times where Yen and I are just buddy buddy, or Yen will be like, Yin's lower and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take height advantage. So I go 50 meters to his left up on a little ridge. I'm like, guy like blue crate 50 meters to the right. And we're both looked at it. One of us will ping it, and then we're like, all right, three, two, one, tap, tap, guy's dead. We're like, yes. Yeah, there's those those moments, man. I I think the closest thing I can have to Halo for that is um four stacking in in um arena slayer, like when it's ranked. Ranked, I do think ranked feels really good. I will say the number one thing I hate about big team battle, and usually my big team battles like my fallback if I just want to fuck around, is you don't you have AR and pistol starts on these giant maps, and there's like four BRs, so it's a nightmare. So that's the only thing I want to say about it. Like it's a pain in the ass. And on top of that, vehicles aren't available at the start other than the warthog. I, it's a weird system. But I do want to say in Arena, it feels so nice when you call out somebody and you can ping onto the map where the enemies are for people who don't have comms and you just pre-nade, you just see those numbers pop up because like you guys called it and that team shot happened or that team nade happened and you just like the counterplay is awesome. I will say that's the closest thing to that like, you know, person 500 meters ping and then everybody just like you know, uh, there, shots, you know, there was multiple scenarios. There was, uh, there's a couple of them where like, we'll call out there's, there's like an enemy truck and what's fucked up is the AI can grab vehicles. Oh no. So we're like, all right, trying to figure out if it's an AI or if it's human truck. And we'll know because 
Humans will usually pull up on you. Two guys will stay in the truck, driver and a gunner, and the other two will pull out and start lighting you up. Right. But odds on, AI will just keep driving and keep fucking with you. Oh. So we're like, all right, it's AI truck. And like the one where I hit the guy, the truck, I sniped the driver out of the fucking truck was, it was AI and he was just straight line beelining for the guys below us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Uncensored just says something that was pretty interesting. Aragon was matching. Um, if Halo and Battlefield ever did a crossover, um, who do you think would win the outcome of the game if the crossover ever happened? And uh, Uncensored was saying that there was custom big team maps. So it was kind of very similar uh, on Halo Online, which was an offshoot of Halo. Um, I, if there was ever a crossover of Halo and Battlefield... I think that it should look like the Halo aesthetic with the Battlefield gunplay. And you should play not as a Spartan, but as a UNSC Marine. I think that would be dope. I mean, that would be the prize of the crate. Like you fight it like the AI that you fight against would be like the Covenant forces. Uh, but with like like you know the bullet drop and the whole nine. Like that would be I would love that because like quite honestly. UNSC Marines are notoriously getting their ass kicked, but they have the same weapons as Chief. They're just supposed to use them worse. But let's just say it's, you know, 64 versus 64 Covenant versus UNSC Marines would be wild. Yeah, come on. You know Halo would win that. To be able to have the scale of a Battlefield game in a Halo universe where you fight it... Because you, you've been on Battlefield. You've played with those vehicles. You've done the Abrams. You've done the FAMAS. You've done all these guns. Yep. But you have not gone to like a covenant base with the leveling system and the destruction that battlefield provides and blown the fuck out of like some random covey base Ooh, that would be so nice <laughs> that'd be so nice halo would ult totally win that sign what do you think like full destructibility halo destructibility halo would be weird because you'd have needlers and shit breaking stuff yeah and like plasma grenades that do more damage to shields or you have to break through shields before you can break through a wall or you have like the covenant sniper but the covenant sniper now has bullet drop you know versus the unsc sniper um you'd have the covenant plasma rifle that'd be available for you for like a one-shot needler long be, range would it be like a post h4 or h5 with the didact weapons too Sure, why not? We're, we're, we're making a fun, fun Some little Some of those fucking, anyways. that one-shot beam gun that the fucking Didact people had was disgusting. Instead of having to get away from a hurricane, you'd get away from glassing a planet, and you'd have to set off rockets or whatever in order to blow up the ship above you or the whole map goes to shit. Think about it, dude. Like, they're glassing buildings. Huh. His ever-sinking chair. Fuck you. <laughs> Hello under your butt, Andy. Yeah, break through a wall and a warthog. Ooh, dude. Halo meet, in Hollywood. Meet, <laughs> yeah. Imagine a Gauss cannon just blowing up buildings as it's going. But there's also tracking from Covenant, like even banshees. Like imagine 20 banshees on the map. Imagine fuel rod cannoning fucking like uh, buildings. Like what if you're yeah. in New Mombasa? Like, think about it, like, you're in New Mombasa, but it's 64 over 64, and all the buildings are destructible. And on top of that, the objective of the map, if you're on Covenant side, is to glass the planet. But if you're on the UNSC side, is to stop the ship from glassing the planet. That'd be dope. That'd be wild. 
I don't know how that would play out. You'd have to give UNSC classes, like an actual class though. Like UNSC Marines would have to have classes. Like you'd have to have a medic and you'd have to have somebody who's holding the ammo and somebody, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it wouldn't work. The same would be true on Covenant. Like I'd play as a grunt, 100%. Just be like running with the grenades. And just, like, <laughs> just like drop me off, man. <laughs> Let me go. Or would you be stuck as elites and brutes? I wouldn't want to be a jackal. Oh, you definitely want to be a jackal as a sniper. Those guys are notorious. 100%. You wouldn't be able to see anything with their dumbass shield. Nah, you'd be a jackal sniper. Nah, jackal, jackal shield. Jackal shield would be... What if you had a whole army of jackal shields coming at you? 64 people. Imagine... No, like imagine like a jackal shield wall. Yeah, exactly. Just a fucking jackal shield phalanx. <laughs> phalanx, yeah. <laughs> so wild ooh, or like old battlefront 2 interplanetary uh, interplanetary battles space battles and boarding ships and freighters yeah like battlefield 2 now what if the vehicles and the weapons of halo were in battlefield and vice versa nah i don't think on halo let's just say halo infinite maps with with battlefield weapons wouldn't work because battlefield weapons are made for mid to long range engagements because the maps are so much larger, so it requires larger engagements. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. And Halo is built for short range. So all the fights on the battlefield would, uh, in battlefield, would be close range from now on. There would be no long range unless it was. Imagine it. Imagine a, a Halo snipers only free for all in a battlefield map. Halo snipers only on a 64 for a 64 battlefield map? No, you you can't do that. That's fucking absurd. <laughs> That'd be that would crazy. Be, yeah. No, the ones uh like even the snipers only free for all that people have made in Portal are only like 16 or 32 max. Hmm. But a, so Halo weapons on a battlefield map. I don't know. It would have to they would have to Spartan add bullet drop. would just be OP. Oh, Spartan Laser, Sniper would be way... And, and DMR. Like, the Covenant DMR Needler would be way too... Like, Carbine would be way too OP. Because the Battle Rifle would have to have Bullet Drop to make it work. A three-round burst in... Like, that or there had to be a lot of vehicles. A lot of vehicles. And you know the tank. Scorpion would be broken. That thing just shoots... It would just take out everything from long range. No matter who it was, snipers wouldn't matter. Well, the, the oh, your camera just got fucked. Uh, oh, did it? Uh oh. Just for a split second. You're fine. You're fine. Calm down. Technical <laughs> shit. Don't touch it. Uh, okay, I'm not touching it. Another funny thing about Battlefield is a lot of people were bitching because there's one vehicle that's broken. Okay. It's a hovercraft, and a lot of people were calling it the Bayou Boat. <clears throat> It's oh, the one that, like goes, a, that was going up the yeah, fucking yeah, buildings, yeah, yeah. right? So, so you can take this thing and you can like bump up to a building and wiggle side to side and it'll work its way flat and then you just drive up a fucking building. I saw a video. And you was... can have you can have a turret or a grenade launcher or a 50M on top of the fucking thing and then just be on top of a building sniping at people. And the only way you die is if they bring in like choppers or something. Sorry if you hear dogs in the background. That's fine. Dude, I saw a video where there was two of them coming up a wall, but they had the battlefield music like da 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 da. Yeah. Da da da. And they just like call they just 
go over the edge and they just start fucking everybody up who's on top of that building. I was like, why are there hovercraft up there? Well, what's funny is people were just, it has like a boost that you can like NOS it around and shit. Oh no. The highest kill lobby I've seen was 216 kills with that thing. A mix of uh, splatters and people just gunning people down with it. Jesus, 216 kills? And what's funny as hell is inside of it everybody that's riding inside gets the assists count as kills so oh. everybody that was in that thing got mad fucking xp yeah it's wild that's one thing i do love about battlefield is if you slay out you can get 50 60 70 100 kill games especially Shroud's if you're like highest the, uh, one was 86 kills so far 86 kills jesus yeah. what was he using uh, there's a burst rifle AR that he got to use. He's just shitting on people with the burst it's rifle. It's one of the it's one of the higher tier ARs. There's okay. So there's uh there's like a standard M5 here M4. There's an AK. Then there's like a scar with a noob tube attachment by default. And then there's uh fuck there's uh another like burst like FAMAS style or mm. not FAMAS but like an AUG a burst AUG. And then there's one more, but what has me intrigued is nobody's able to use it because you don't get it until level 60, which is a fucking grind. Ooh. Chaos is almost level 40, and I'm like 35. Bang. Um, it's the NTW 50, and it is a four rounds in your mag, 50 cal sniper rifle. Oh shit! <laughs> that one shots to the body. The other snipers, two shot to the body or one shot to the head. That one one-shots you anywhere, at almost any distance. Its drop-off is minimal. But you don't get it until level 60. So I'm at, what is it, 25 hours in, and I'm level 35. It's going to be a grind, unless you're doing like an XP farm in a custom server. Hmm. Which, that is one complaint a lot of people have had. I've seen people that are already... Uh, and I've done a couple like occasional breakthrough maps just to break the monotony of hazard zone, mm -hmm. which hazard zone's fun as hell, but, um, occasionally I just want to mix it up. So I'm not playing the same, like four maps. I've seen some videos of people like infinite spawning bots in order to get weapon XP. Is that what's been going on? Yep. You'll spawn in and it's like, it's like 16 versus 64. Yeah. And you just mow and there's everything that moves. You're just. Two tap SVK, two tap SVK, two tap right. SVK. And that, and that counts towards your weapon XP. Yep. And those well, are custom no. games? So it's not weapon XP. It's based on kills. Mm. So to get like your attachments, it's 50, 75, 100, 150, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 900, right. 1200. Right. Okay. 1200 is the max to get like the final camo or the final like attachments, whatever. Right. I'm at like. 300 and some odd kills on the SVK DMR and I just got like an 8 times scope that's awesome for sniping people at a distance. Mm, okay. Then only has like a 3.5 times and a red dot. Got it. So those those um, custom matches do count towards your weapon XP. And they also count towards your account XP, albeit you don't get as much. So you can just if you wanted to, be a single person and start your own custom match and just get all your XP you wanted. Yeah, but how fast can you kill 64 bots when they're all rushing you? Apparently fast. Yeah, with an aimbot, yeah, you can just yeah. brrr, be done. Technically. Another another thing is uh, I did see an issue uh, 
people that were running 2042 through Origin were getting banned because of Razer Synapse running in the background. That happened to Commander, CT7 chat. What was going on with that? Explain that a little bit. I don't know. It just, it for some reason, it registered as a backlog. Like, it, it was like exterior program running in the background. You Interesting. I, I don't know anything behind it, but... Is it because Razer Synapse allows macros? Could be. Maybe. That's the same is would... true for what I've got. I've got the Glorious yeah. G. And same thing. I didn't have. I have a macro just for. Um, I used to have for Titan Slant, like um, Titan Sprinting or whatever it was called in Destiny Two. Forget. Question: Did um, you guys see any of the like food or merch hype around Halo Infinite? Like uh, Razer did a whole fucking Infinite series. I, I sleep. sleep. They had Cheetos doing it. They had uh, um, what was it called? Give me a minute. They had Red Bull doing it as well. Pringles kind of came out. Pringles. Pringles came out with a limited edition Moa burger for Infinite. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. They had some weird stuff. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's put the kibosh on it, man. So Halo Infinite. Uh, first initial impression. What do you think? I need more maps to make a determination. I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna give us tools and they're gonna say, "Hey, community, do all the work for us." Hundred percent. I foresee that there's going to be obviously some of the basics, shoddy snipers, SWAT, MLG, are going to come out first. Um, they already have a duos mode, and they already have a four versus four for um, Slayer, so that's going to be the same. Uh, they're going to have a BR only mode. They're going to have a couple different modes, and they're also going to have a bunch of different. For well, the second that Forge World hits, that's exactly what you're. You're right. They're going to take the player made maps, and those are going to be the new. That's gonna be the new pit or whatever. You know what I'm saying from Halo yeah. Three. Like they're gonna remake the pit or something in Halo. And that's Infinite. sad. Yeah. I. That sucks. I agree. That does suck, man. And um, overall weapon experience, like I other than map is maps like the big gripe for you right now. Well, I can't really get a good feel for the environments that, or the weapons if I don't have a good environment experience to like enjoy the game. I can't play flag without getting one map like it's can't really test it very well yeah i i just overall um as someone who's been playing halo for a really long time if i just right now i just don't feel interested in playing it enough to like come home from work and want to play halo like that if i don't have that feeling that's kind of sad I yeah just, that's that's how i feel about it right now yeah i was saying earlier before the podcast my i don't have any inclination to play big team battle and i only play quick play because of the challenges um, my actually the, the most fun I have is actually in ranked, which is surprising because usually I'm one of those people who don't like to play ranked that much because of, you know, whatever reason. Um, but ranked feels like a true halo game. Like there's, you have BR starts, the maps feel okay, at least in a, in a, a competitive setting. Um, and they're forcing me to play objectives, which is new for me. And I usually just go ahead and slay out, man. But, uh, it's kind of weird where, it's weird that the game makes it feel like it's not as um, it's not as casual friendly as I thought it would be for a lot of people. Like you can still go in there and fuck around and custom matches if you wanted to, but quite honestly, it's gonna be there's not gonna be a lot of building of this game out until there's Forge. I agree with you 100%. Until there's Forge, like there's really like the base game is kind of like eh, it's okay. I definitely have gripes. Same thing with the matchmaking again. It's driving me insane. Yep. Like I was saying before the podcast, I matched a team of three solo queue. And I, originally I thought this was because they had some kind of background true skill to MMR that was carried over. 
I played one match of multiplayer and I matched a three stack searching solo queue and I had people who didn't who had four numbers in their name and didn't know how to use both thumbsticks at the same time. Right. Why yep. am I matching that team of three? And then to make it worse, the next match I played was against the same team of three in a quick play on a new release. Why yep. am I matching a team of three searching solo? That makes no sense. Yeah. If it's like they haven't learned from the MCC, you know what I'm because that same problem happened on MCC as well. Where you, happened you, in five. Yep. Where they had a hidden MMR even in social playlists. When they finally decided to come up with social, they kept the MMR. So even if I wanted to play and have a drinking night with the boys who are really bad at Halo, I couldn't because I was a freaking champion player. And so unless they wanted to cry, and I couldn't even have a drink because I had to have to sweat the whole time in order to be competitive. Yeah. They, they just needs to have a social. Where's that sandbox? Where's yeah. the Halo sandbox? It's like you're, we're going to be stuck playing in Forge World maps or can't or custom in order to kind of compete in that kind of way that we wanted. I, f I felt like the same is true for multiplayer. Um, I feel like multiplayer from big team battle standpoint should always just be kind of like a fuck it kind of thing. But they they make them sweaty. Like I was saying, one of the big my big gripes of multiplayer is spawn. The spawns are terrible. Not only is there not enough long range weapons in a fucking giant map, that's a big problem. But on top of that. Uh, when you counter the the fact that most people who are playing are trying to complete challenges that make them use weapons they're not used to using, and in situations where they probably shouldn't be using those weapons, like if we're pushing B, uh, we should have the best weapons we should have. Don't take out the fucking disruptor pistol, which is by far the worst weapon in the world, because you have to use it. Like that's not the best choice. Like we're trying to take B. Like push with the best weapons. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Like put away yeah. the disruptor, man. Like. You know, so they, they're they're artificially making it more competitive by adding in crappy weapon starts. Plus, most people are focused on challenges because that's the only way to progress their their uh, their stuff right now. That's the only way to progress their their battle pass, which sucks. Like it's kind of shitty. Whereas, if you're playing competitively, it's BR start and that's it, and you have to go pick up another weapon. It's BR pistols, that's it, and then like you know. You don't really focus challenges because you're trying to push other things. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, it just feels like more true to Halo. Like, there's not people running around with worse weapons because they have to. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I agree with you. I agree. I think that my my initial first re first review of Halo is that it still needs some time in the oven, and I unfortunately the oven is going to be the the forge. I think it's really going to come down to that. There's some weapon balancing I'm not a fan with. I'm completely against the progression system right now of the battle pass, and I'm completely against the buying system and customization. I think that needs a full rework. You should not have multiple armor cores. You should be able to unlock a piece of armor and wear it on whatever you want. It's stupid. It's just time gating, and it's a money grab. I'm not a fan. Um, so I do think the game is playable. I think it's um, there is a little bit of a skill gap when it comes to movement, but nothing too crazy. And there's no ability that I feel is like so overpowered that you can't counterplay. Um, so I do feel like some of the guns um, need a little rework. Overall, I think the two big things is new maps, like you said, and netcode. They need to fix their netcode before it gets competitive. This game will not never have a competitive scene unless the netcode is fixed. Period. It just won't. Like it'll die quick. Um, Aragon, to your question, are you talking about the campaign? Are you talking about the current state of Halo and where we expect it to go from here? Because if, if we're talking about multiplayer, I think it's talking about the campaign because uh, this is Halo coming out soon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was gonna say, but with the with the multiplayer, I can kind of see them coming out with a couple of more arena maps. Uh, I I don't 
there's a lot of systems that need rework. And I, there's this running thing. We're seeing this with Battlefield. We're seeing this with a lot of games where they rush the, the release to get it out there. And some games have success with that. Like Fortnite has the ability to make large sweeping changes that improve the, the hype around the game. But yep. it's a big risk to do this kind of thing because you're taking your release hype as a free-to-play game, you're taking this release hype and you're Shitting relying on, on that hype to carry you forward. But if your game is really bad or, or things are critically wrong, you're going to lose all those players. And when you finally fix the game, for a free-to-play game that you're pitching as like the main Halo for the next seven years, you're going to lose a lot of your, your player base right off the bat because they're going to expect the sandbox to be bad. Yeah. I mean, look at Reach. It took them, what, nine months? And then they put no Bloom or they reduced Bloom? Look how many players were left after that. They had already hemorrhaged so many people because they were so dumb with Bloom. That's this what's happening in New situation. World right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening in Vanguard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, New World just came out with these patches where they um, they they did the, the classic mistake of uh, MMO developers where they want to slow down the end game progression because they feel that that will lose players. If people hit the end game and get all the stuff that they want, they'll just leave. The problem is they doubled down. They made it double as hard to get a chest. The chest dropped half as much loot and the end game people that you could farm are now triple as hard to kill. Uh, so there's no incentive anymore. So they actually just destroyed the incentive. So people are just fucking leaving. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> they did the exact opposite of what they should have done. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, the developers have that problem, man. You know, I think, uh, Yen, to your point, man, it's completely, I think you're completely right. Zion, what do you think about um, just an uh, overarching full feel of Battlefield? Your first review, what do you think? I need some TLC. Um, gun balancing. The M5s need to feel relevant, or the the ARs need to feel relevant. The LMGs need some tuning. Um, uh, I haven't even used. I've fired a single shotgun. Hmm. There's no point to them. The maps are too big. Hmm. I've been shit on by the shotguns in Conquest a few times <laughs> when I'm camping a building for too long, and people will be like, "All right, this motherfucker needs to die," so they'll just run up on me with a shotgun, <laughs> blast my brains out. Yeah, but um, map balancing it'll be interesting to see because right now 2042 has eight maps and then we have two from 1942 two from uh, bad company two and two from battlefield three each and they've said they're going to release more for each supposedly um and then there are four new specialists putting us up to a total of 14 i believe in year one we'll have to see how that goes i'm interested to see what their first battle pass is going to look like and again like with the halo system how are you going to level it up how are you going to unlock right is it just a raw XP thing like with fucking like with Apex with the star system is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, you have to do challenges to unlock two, three, five, ten stars. Ten stars is one level versus is it just raw XP like a Valorant where you just level up your battle pass by playing the game, right? Finishing like get play 20 games and you get 10k XP while each battle pass level is like 15k XP. Yeah, but. So overall, you feel like it's, it's an okay game, but probably has a lot of work it still needs to do. It's got some work that needs done to it, but I about probably three or four months time, I'll start. I might flip my recommend to people and make, yeah, I'll recommend it to people. But at that time, they're going to be so far behind on attachments and leveling that it's going to, there's going to be a barrier to get in. Yeah. We'll see. That's simply what ends up happening is that Battlefield 
comes out on release, it's kind of okay. And then after release, um, it fixes Battle. itself. And then people are like, people who stuck with it have all the attachments, all the guns. So they're at a Battlefield huge one, advantage. Um, they had their system with like medic, sniper, assault, or recon, and assault. Yeah. And then uh, they came and you're like max level you could reach at any one class was 110. And then they upped it to like 120 after like nine months. But for leveling that class, you got different guns, different attachments, different whatever. But they also had like the weird crate system. Hmm. What I'm getting to is in BF1, there wasn't so much a barrier of entry because everybody was using the same guns and there wasn't really like attachment issues. It was just... You dropped in, you played the game, you did what you wanted. If you had friends, cool, you're going to have a blast. If you didn't have friends, I I didn't see the point of playing solo. I always had people on with me. Right. And that's the same way I'm playing Battlefield is I'm playing with guns. I'm playing with Yin and Chaos. I'm playing with uh, Jedi or uh, Fragged You. If he gets off Halo, we're going to be playing Battlefield eventually. But he's also splitting his time between Battlefield valorant warzone and now halo jesus it's got a lot yeah. of games me i've got Halo, or i've got battlefield apex and uh pokemon now damn yeah but i mean so so overall it's an okay game it's an okay it's an okay state but it needs some work yeah yeah it's a good it seems and about i'm not gonna same. talk about god i've it's the first cod since black ops 4 that i haven't bought Ooh, that's saying something. That's enough right there, I guess. And my best friend and I had like agreed that from what we've seen, we're just not gonna buy it. We're yeah. not interested. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to be said. I mean, you know, the funny part too is there's really not any other FPSs that are gonna be out for a while. So that's the only thing that I would say Halo and Battlefield both have going for them. There's no thing there's nothing on the horizon of anything that's like gonna be competition. So they they kind of have There's the a FPS story game on the horizon. That's an FPS, but it's not going to be an FPS in competition sense. Right. Yeah. But competitively speaking, I mean, Battlefield doesn't really have that large of a competitive scene other than internally, but uh, there's not really another competitive shooter that's coming out that's really going to grasp the attention of a lot of people. So this kind of gives the developers time to fix whatever their bullshit is. And I will say Halo Infinite got a lot of backlash about their design choices for their battle pass, and they fixed it in like two days. So they I will give them credit that now on the flip side of that, We've been saying this since beta, and they kind of were like, yeah, just beta players, whatever. And the second the game came out, I was like, hey, this is bullshit, and they fixed it quick. So I'm hoping that has some some leeway. Like, they seem to be listening to the community as of right now, which is today, 11, 21, <laughs> 21. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Silver, uh, I've heard that Vanguard's story mode is awesome, but my main draw for COD for, like, the last six years since battlefield or black ops 3 was zombies and cold war zombies fell off like yeah they brought in outbreak which was okay and they brought in um like the different abilities and stuff now vanguards just ripped those same abilities and now they're artifacts instead of oh i can just pop them at any time it's not a fan yeah i'm in i'm in the same boat me and seth fps had a conversation about or about vanguard and we were like mm, uh, nope 
Yeah, and Uncensored did say Destiny 2 expansion is in February, and Yin said Destiny 2 is a 9 to 5, and that's 100% what I'm thinking too. <laughs> it's definitely a 9 to 5. The you best don't game play Destiny, coming, you live in Destiny, okay? The best game that's coming out in February is going to be Dying Light 2. Yeah, Dying Light 2, that makes sense. Well, there's really nothing else, so the developers have time to fix their bullshit is really what it comes down to, and I think they will. Um... So it is what it is, man. But uh, let's go ahead and let's end it up here, man. Um, Yin, thanks for being on today, man. I appreciate you, guys. Yeah, buddy, anytime. Are you you're streaming again, right? Here and there. No, not really. Oh, just kind of. <laughs> he's streaming okay. like, to Discord. Yeah. Fair. All right. Well, guys, he's still the de facto Halo person I know. Uncensored is a close second, but Yin is the, the the number one Halo daddy for a reason. Guys, do me a favor. Go to twitch.tv forward slash Yin vote. Y I N V O K E D. I spelled it right off the top of my head. Fantastic. Uh, he's also known as Impacato, right? Did I say that correctly? Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's what I keep saying on TTS. Zion Yeet, where can they find you, man? Uh, inconsistent Andy, twitch.tv slash Zion Yeet. All right, and I am leveled AF. You guys can come watch us live. Uh, I also want to say thank you to all the listeners out there. This is our 50th episode. Uh, last week, we reached over 2,000 listens, and we're almost at 50, 50 now listeners. 55 listeners? So we're up there. Everybody's watching every single, listening every single week. So I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, do me a favor if you guys are here in chat. Uh, click on that link on Spotify. Come follow us on Spotify. We are available every single week live. Twitch.tv forward slash level Every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, follow us on socials as well. And you guys can check it do out. It. Do it. Do it. Do it. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, and we'll catch you guys next time, bitches. Yay? Yay! Yay!